Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 153 for the week of November 13th. And this is the third week in a row I've realized I've done my intro as though it's a spooky week, and it's not Halloween anymore. Um, I don't know what to do. I need a better intro. Somebody give me an intro. What, how should I intro this? Let's re-intro the podcast. How should I intro this as? It's RPG Cast! Yay! <laughs> How about let's let's stick with the Halloween was, one? Was that the <laughs> was that the Happy Schoolgirl intro? How did that one work? Or you can do like it's awesome, fun time, happy, exciting. Time <laughs> is that, is that, is that a show? Do anything Japanese? Is that a show on yeah. in Japan? How does that one work? Yes. <laughs> it's happy, super fun time, exciting. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. Hello, welcome to the RPG cast. Oh, hi. Who are you? <laughs> Boring. We have a Boring. great show for you today. Uh, here's your host, Chris Privetier. We have Anna Marie Newfound online. And everyone's favorite noodle, Sarah McGar. And he, hi, I'm Emmanuel Marino. Wow. I'm sorry, I just took a nap through that. Manny's oh. going to take over the podcast. All right, never mind. Yay. Happy fun time! Woo! Number one party Happy time! Happy fun time, exciting! See, that's much better. <laughs> Happy fun time, woo, number one party time. Got it. Exciting. Is that, is, that, is that the episode title for this week? Happy fun time. <laughs> Woo, number Happy one party time. time. Oh it's... no, why is Bear dancing? How can that be? Why is who ba- dancing? Oh, so you mean why is Bear driving? How can that be? Who's Bear? <laughs> what are we talking about? Clerks. What show is the this? Bear? The Bear Clerks. from Conan. <laughs> Happy fun time. Super exciting. That's that's me. Listeners, I'm doing that, recording that down for later, so I don't have to do as much work. All right. So I guess that's uh, that's our show open. Only took us five minutes to get through it? Only took us five minutes to get through it, and this is where the music should fade out now. See? There goes the music. Yay! I better make a mark so that actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I won't remember, and the music will just like have stopped like a minute earlier, or it will still be going, and I'm going to sound like an idiot. I guess I do that anyway, though. So, uh, so this is the show, and uh, yes, this is not a big news week. So I'm sorry in advance to disappoint you, but we're gonna we're gonna get through this and get you back to your gaming because I don't I feel like we're almost wasting your time with the news this week. Is that's a that's a good way to sell your show, right? You shouldn't listen to this because it's a waste of your time. Is that a good way to get people into it? It's just a slow news day. No, you just need to tell like really strange personal stories about your childhood. Oh, I don't know that I that's have any. Do you have any? I'm not pulling a Sean Elliott here. I thought I thought I almost got hit by lightning once, but I don't think I did. You know, there's uh, my. Boss I got electrocuted by lightning. By but that's lightning. Oh, that's right. Story. Anna got hit by lightning. Like, <laughs> well, I wasn't hit by lightning. I was twice. shocked by lightning. Oh. No, just once. Oh. When I was up in the treehouse. You were up in the treehouse. Yeah. And there was lightning, and yeah, you were... what and the were you lightning struck a tree. Um, that had the extension cord for my boombox wrapped around it, which gives you an idea of how long ago this was. Uh, Boomboxes. Boomboxes. It wasn't supposed to rain. Mm-hmm. 
So there you go, kids. Don't use your 1984 boombox while you're sitting in the treehouse. Uh, more like 94. What, you using a boombox in 94? What, does uh, this do the right thing? In 94. I had a boombox in 94. See? Nah. Uh. All right. Anna, check your Skype chat. Uh, let's see. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I accidentally turned off one of my monitors, and that's the monitor that's <laughs> We have our inner show ch- communication back channel going on. See wh- what we're doing if you're listening at home and you're wondering. Um, in our inner s- communication back channel over Skype, which is a fancy name for an IM window, we have a bunch of deep back office discussions about the inner depths of the show and the operation of our of our site while the show's going on. Translation, we told her it's another mic. Yeah, or and we make fun of you guys in the chat room. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But not really, because we love the people in the chat room. And if you wanted to be here on the chat room, you could show up at 9 a.m. Pacific or noon Eastern, and you can be part of the chat room at rpgamer.com slash live and watch the show. Also, things that you need to know is feedback. We've got none. There's none this week. No feedback. So I need you to send in feedback. Podcast at rpgamer.com. Leave a message in the boards at board.rpgamer.com. In the latest updates th- section is where the podcast thread is. Leave us an update. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, let's see, what's the other thing you could do? Oh, yeah. Call us, 608-729-4098. Leave us a voicemail. Woo! Okay. No, you, you spoke on the, the chat rooms yelling at me that they left feedback on the forums. They left feedback on the forums that is not safe for this show. I am not covering the stuff that was talked about in that thread. What? You're not covering Boku no Pico? No, Aww. I'm not covering Boku no Pico. So don't, what is SS Don't anyway. Google that. <laughs> uh, Shotokan is an older woman with a younger boy. Gotcha. Yeah, but this was an older guy with a younger guy. Got a little creepy. <laughs> Nambla. I'm not covering that. No, I just no, covered no one it. Said, no one said pedophilia. <laughs> I think that's the implication. We cover. We do not cover Rady. <laughs> Don't Google that either. All right. And oh, and apparently um, the chat room is so bored they're talking about Angry Birds. So that's that's great. The RP Gamer chat room has moved on to iPhone casual games. That's- Did you guys try Angry Birds Halloween Edition? No, because it's the same price as Angry Birds, which I don't own. So if I was going to buy one, I'd buy like the real one. I heard it's really hard, the Halloween one. Yeah, I heard it gets too hard too soon. And it should have been like a 99 So you didn't buy it either? No. Nah, it should have been a built-in DLC pack. Now you have to have like two icons in there. I guess you can make it. Isn't that stupid? Yeah. Game people. Well, you know, the thing is it sells better if you make it a new app. That is probably true. Oh, well. Although Peggle, I did get Peggle Knights when it was on 99 cents inside See, of Doesn't that sound like a porn? Peggle Knights? Yeah. It just sounds dirty. Peggle hey, Knights. You, you want in your dreams, right? I, that doesn't sound right <laughs> for a PopCap game to have a title like that. Oh, you're going to hate the next game that Jeff Green just announced. Bejeweled 3? I thought it was Bejeweled After Hours. Oh, no. Really? No, he's joking. <laughs> Bejeweled. Bejeweled Hostess Club Edition. All right. Oh. Is that being marketed to the Japanese? Yeah. <laughs> they, they need more Bejeweled. Okay. Um, I guess we'll jump into the news then. If we don't have anything interesting to talk about. Did any, did any interesting gaming anecdotes happen with anybody this week? 
No. I really, really enjoyed Kirby's Epic Yarn this week. <laughs> well, we'll get to that at the end of the show. You mean you enjoy, yeah. like you enjoy it every week since it Pretty came out? Pretty much every time I was playing Dissidia on the SkyTrain, I had someone watching me over my shoulder this week. Sweet! You, you've got Dissidia stalkers. Was it the same person? No. Oh, that's not so fun. So what were they looking at? Did you? Was it just that? Was there so much flashing on the screen that they had to just, take a look? Or is the fact that yeah, you're actually like, I mean, playing a PSP? This, well, no, I don't think it's the fact that I was playing a PSP because there's people that climb on the SkyTrain and play their iPhone and TS and PSP all the time. I just think it was the fact that I was playing Dissidia and it is a pretty flashy game. It's also really recognizable. Yeah, yes. I mean, it is actually. Really, there's a lot of people who who claim they do not play RPGs and play Final Fantasy games. So I would think that the characters, and most notably the style, is pretty iconic. It's pretty easy for people to recognize. And even if they don't recognize it, it's a nice-looking game. That's true. Very true. I just like Titus. 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 And Zidane. Titus. Yeah, Zidane <laughs> is weird. I refuse to call him that. Zidane is weird. I don't call him Titus either. <laughs> Yeah. It's Titus. Maybe uh, so, but I refuse to call him that. <laughs> well, you can refuse all you want. I just call him Ziddy, and that way I don't have to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Conan started his show this week. Hooray! That's he beat really out all the other late night people. Did he? Yeah. Wow. He beat he the beat networks? Lano. Well, yeah, that, he rock sword the box where it's Yeah, that won't last. <laughs> That'll be like a week or two. Is that show available online anywhere? I, I don't like And there was a super it huge Soji spoiler in Glee this week. Oh my god! There was a spoiler in Glee? There was a... I, I'd say it, but it's a spoiler. Um, You can watch it at tbs.com, Manny. Alright. It's like, See you miss later. an episode? Watch it online. Wait, you're gonna? Yeah, no, I don't watch so... hey. at my apartment, so I watch it streaming oh. on a certain website. A certain Speaking website. Speaking of streaming, guess yes. what we get to do today, Chris. We get to watch. That's right. It's Starcraft the Starcraft Two, two Season Two Finals. Yes. Boxer versus Nesty, <laughs> which sounds so ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's if fake you don't know Boxer anything. too, isn't it? Yeah, it's Foxer. It's fake. It's Foxer versus Nesty. Foxer Nest versus Nesty. That is going to well, be call awesome. Call me when Foxer versus Lipton happens. Say what? Call me when Foxer versus Lipton happens. Yeah. That's next year. All right. This is the end I, of season two. And then I think uh, in on the 15th like or week. so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Days. Really? So yeah. soon? Yeah. Wow. Like Monday, season three starts. Oh, yeah. But it's going to take us forever to get through RO64 anyway. I so. Know. Oh, my gosh. So much StarCraft 2. So fun to watch. GOMTV.net. Or, wait, it's GOMTV, isn't it? Because it's Korean pronunciation. G-O-M, GOMTV. Well, they call net. it GOM on, on, the, on the stream. So. GOMTV.net. Whatever. I've heard it both ways. But I don't think that's as interesting as our first story. It's me, Mario. That's, that was Noodle's transition. <laughs> Talk about the story. What? <laughs> what? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I was talking about the story. <laughs> what, the Nintendo story? <laughs> First the story, story on the list. Right. 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, let yeah. me try this again. Let me try this again. Okay, try this again. <clears throat> I don't think that's as interesting as our next news story, which is about Mario and going to be talked about by Sarah now. <laughs> How's that transition? That, that works, yeah. That works. You, so, should, you should start uh, talking now. <laughs> yeah. One up was saying Mario Sports Mixed featuring Final Fantasy characters, Dragon Quest characters may follow. Um, Nintendo and Squeenix partnership to go beyond publishing Dragon Quest in North America. So it looks like they'll be putting a bunch of uh, Final Fantasy mascots in their new Mario Sports Mix. With um, so who's in there? You got a Moogle, a Cactor. You got Toad, Princess Mario, Bowser, Donkey Kong, and some other unrecognized people that I don't know. Well, when does this come out? Mario Sports Mix, I wonder. It, the Let's game see. is currently slated to be released in, on November 21st in Japan, but in... Sometime next year here? And, and sometime next year in North America. All right. So <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a question mark list. Or there's a question mark blank in the, uh, in the character list that we see. So maybe the Dragon Quest slime could be there? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool to play. The as slime. a slime. Yeah, yeah as a slime. That's and it looks weird. like a me is going to be in there too. Me. Mm. Who's Sherma? Sherma. It's one of the oh, characters. Yeah. Sherma. She's a white oh. mage from the Chocobo oh, yeah, white mage from the mysterious yeah. Chocobo dungeon. Okay. Yeah, white mage. Sorry, Chocobo's mysterious dungeon. Let's try that again. Yeah, she's the main character in. And also like the Besides card battle well, one, Chocobo. huh? Also hmm. what? The card battle game as well, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. But yeah, she's definitely in Chocobo's mysterious dungeon. I know her from something else. She may have shown up in more than one. Let's see. That is both probable she, and possible. Chocobo Mysterious Dungeon 2, Chocobo Racing, Final Fantasy Fables, Chocobo Tales, Final Fantasy Fables, oh, yeah. Chocobo Duh. Dungeon, and Chocobo to Moho no Ehon, Mago <laughs> to Shoujo to Gonin no Yusha. <laughs> Whatever that is. Well, this, this looks kind of cool because you can play... My title is three kilometers long game. <laughs> that is um, the sequel to Final Fantasy Fables to Chocobo Tales, oh, which didn't come out here. Well, it looks kind of cool. It's kind of like a Mar- it looks like a like a Wii Sports version with Mario characters. And Final Fantasy. <laughs> and then, exactly. Yeah. Master Chief yeah, puts it right in the chat room. Me. Who wants to be a me when you can be a black mage? That's right. Or you could be a Cactor. Huh? Cactor? She just use Thousand Needles and kill everybody else in the game. I know. Cactors yep. are awesome. Win. Well, I'd either be the Cactor or a Toad. Personally. Oh, they're using one of the cute small Moogles, so that's going to be weird. Yeah, the little tiny ones. Hmm. With the big ears. Ooh, speaking Which of, game I need to check from? my Mognet now today. Your Mognet? What are you playing that has Mognet? Dissidia. Oh, that's right. That one has Mognet. I'm like, Final Fantasy three had Mognet, but I didn't think you were playing that. Hmm. Right. <laughs> mm. All right. Manny, help us out. Tell us, a, tell us about a grown-up game. A grown-up game. What kind of grown-up game? Uh, I don't know. Something post-apocalyptic. Um, Rage? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tell us about Rage. <laughs> uh, apparently, um, you and Bash TV, some previews have been going out. It's a very... No, you're not talking about Rage, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
Well, never mind then. <laughs> so yeah, Fallout New Vegas has de- debuted pretty strongly. Uh, how strong? Is this is this like a setup to a joke? How strong was it? About five million strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, five million. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Worldwide, uh, worldwide sales, right? Uh, I th- sure. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm just checking out one of his new site. It takes forever to load, and there's a blue bar on top of all the text. Yeah, isn't that terrible? Yeah. Oh yeah, I hate that. It's that blue bar at the top of one up now. It's kind of except strange. when you scroll too quickly, lowered. <laughs> yeah, goes with- it goes with you. <laughs> yeah, good job. Um, so uh, apparently, the bugs like not keeping the Fallout New Vegas from selling. It never would have, yeah. and. I don't know. I guess with something like as janky as this, people expect. Oh, stupid blue bar! I'm closing <laughs> this page now. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I need you. I need you for the next story too. Yeah. What about the next story? Speaking of bug fixes. <laughs> bug fill. I don't know if that's on you. that. I wouldn't say that either. Speaking of making something fun for people. No. Oh uh, no. I was making something slightly less crappy. <laughs> Bethesda's been... <laughs> that's all it is. Speaking of some, making something slightly Bethesda's less crappy. Bethesda's not the only company working on making their game slightly less crappy over time. Sony. Well, to be fair, to be 100% fair, home is nothing close to resembling a game in any sort of way. Oh, As okay. in, for example, there's no fun. There's, <laughs> there's nothing to do. So what... <laughs> So what happened with home? Uh, well, uh, well, first things first. There's a cool little space inside home now for three jump game heroes where you get to walk around the, you know, a pixelated eight bit world with your ugly ass home avatar wearing a thong and something from a game you pre on PSN and nobody cares. It's terrible. It's a chat room. It's Second Life. Why are we talking about this? But anyway. You can walk around in a little 3D game hero space. Apparently in Japan, who knows if it's going to come to the U.S. I just really crapped on that story before it even came out of my mouth. Wait, it's not even out here? It seems like it's only Japanese PSN. What? That can't be. Yeah, why are we even talking about this? No. I'm going to boot my... You don't need to be... I'm going to... No. I'm going to boot up my PS3 right now, and I'm going to find this while the show is going on. Really? Are you going to update your your PlayStation 3 while we wait for you? Well, we'll see how far it gets, won't we? Oh, yeah, but speaking of which, I'm always being a little harsh, but uh, there have so, been some recent updates to home that will that that have like enhanced the experience a little bit. Like, uh, I think they just updated the version 4.0, is it? Who cares what the version number is? No, I'm just saying, like, they just updated the version to 4.0. They've added a lot of new stuff. Um, they, they've added voice chats now. You can, like, a voice chat again, so you can have groups and you can voice chat. The, the loading's much quicker. The UI's much better. There's more places to go. There's more options to customize your character and the groups. They've also added um, cross-game invites and chat only within home, so you you can basically invite anyone to play any game inside of your inside of your uh, your disc tray while you're in home. It, it, it looks like it updated it makes, to one point four. So it's slightly it's a slightly better version of uh, what, what it was before. So this and is, this will make it. Le- so hmm? I'm supposed to have automatic updates because I'm on PlayStation Plus, right? 
Mm-hmm. And here I am going to home, and it's like, you need to patch this. Oh, that's it's different, though. That's a different client. But it's supposed to download all this sort of crap for me. You know what I find home is actually really popular is with uh, Latin-speaking countries? If you, if you notice that a lot of the people in home actually are speaking Spanish. And Glenn Percival Portu- from PS Nation. I think they're the only or, people in there. Or Portuguese. Portuguese, spe- Portuguese and PS Nation. Pretty much it. It's interesting, though, because you walk into the, to the hotel room, it's like everyone's either... Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> so and it, it's funny. Everyone in the in home at this point is so committed. Everyone has like at least like a ten dollar outfit on. Wow. That's, I mean, if you notice, like depressing. there's like devil clothes walking around. There's people like in robot suits. And then you can go over to the poker tables and wait in line. I think they're fixing that too. Are That's they? Fun. Well, I think it got fixed just by uh, the nature of home not being as popular, and there being so many spaces now. <laughs> I'm being serious. I mean, there aren't as many people on this like during the beta when this was something new to check out. Well, I and tried just... this like a few months ago, and the poker tables were busy. And there's so many. And then there's so many spaces everywhere that yeah. you can just go to the EA game room to play Texas Hold'em, or you can go to the EA game. You know, there's like three different EA rooms, each with their own games. I mean, there's a Resistance games, Infamous games, Soulgun games. You name it. All right, I'm in home. Are you, did it update already? Yeah, it's a 42 oh, megabyte update. That's not bad. Oh, I just figured you were streaming and everything. It'd take a little longer. Oh no, I've got Supernet. Um, you know what we should do? We should do the podcast from home. You want me to sign in too? How does that work? We'll still be on Skype, but we'll be podcasting. Can go to the Dragon's Green. Oh, there's mini golf. I didn't know there was mini golf. I want to play mini golf with people. Let's see. Um, Godfather 2, where would dot, uh, that would be in D's. So how do I find stuff in this? This is the problem with home. You can't find anything. All right, new, Hudson Gate. So it's like your real Midway. home? Yeah, because I can't find anything in my real house. That's nice. Thank you. Let's see, the sodium hub. I hear good things about that one. Well, I can't um, find anything in my house either. Where do I go to find the 3D dot game-ness? You're not going to. I'm pretty sure it's Japan only. It doesn't say that in the story. Oh, this makes me. So we go to commemorate the to commemorate one year since Dragon was released in Japan. Developer from has opened a PlayStation home based in the games blah 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 castle. Um, all of this applies to the Japanese version of PlayStation Home, which is only available with Japanese PlayStation Network accounts. That sucks. You don't need to be in Japan to make one, however. So anyone with a PS3 can poke around the castle. Hey, you know what? Mm. Um, someone's buzzing. Oh, who is uh, it? Robo me. Yeah, Robo you. Can you unplug and replug, please, Noodle? Uh-huh. All right. All right. Well, here's here's here we go. Guess what? Guess who has a Japanese PSN account? That me. That was me. You were supposed to say me. Oh, okay. Hello. Did I lose my show? I yeah, lost better. my show. So- no, now you just have no headset. He's right. Party Cat is totally right. Party Go play Cat Lego Universe instead. Go play Lego Universe instead. Oh. Instead of 14, not instead of this. All right. So I'm logged in as my Japanese account now, which I have because I have a mm-hmm. Japanese account. I keep trying to point that out. All right. Oh, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn picks this week to listen. I love this. Glenn, uh, uh, Glenn, Glenn is... Uh, 
one of our staff members here. He's been on the show a couple times, and he's uh, currently listening, and I need to catch him up on the fact that we are going into PS Home to find the... Uh, we're trying to find the 3D Dot Game Heroes site. Can you well, now you just made it? Master Chief yawn and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go on to the next story. I'll let you know if I find home. Uh, let's see. What is the next story? I've lost it. I've lost it. Oh, this is Anna. That's why. Anna! So you've got some news for us about Sheeran, do you not? I'm doing this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have never played a Sheeran the Wonder You haven't game. played a Sheeran game? Oh, I'm sorry. No. I thought you said you had. So here's no. the thing with Sheeran. What they're doing is uh, the next version of Sheeran, which is going to be coming out in Japan next month on the DS, it's going to have a daily dungeon. So every day you'll be able to sign in and get another dungeon. Um, so this is uh, kind of weird. The, uh, so this is kind of pr- to promote it. It's not like the game will have it. Their website promoting it is going to have it. So if you're looking forward to it, that means that you can kind of go to their official site and see the uh, dungeon every day. So, and you can only play once a day. So, in true roguelike fashion, you screw up and you're done. So, um, you like roguelikes, don't you, Anna? I thought you did. I like roguelikes, but that doesn't mean I've played this one. Okay. So, um, how about a free daily dungeon on the website? Would you be interested um... in that? Uh, other than the fact that I can't read Japanese, sure. Do you really need to read d- Japanese to do a dungeon crawl, though? I don't think no, so. No, not necessarily. It depends bring it. on the dungeon crawl. All right, so for people at home, um, I'll read the web, the URL for you, but this is kind of hard. You're better off finding the story. Just search on one up for Sheer in the Wanderer promotion or something like that. But uh, here it is. It's www.chunsoft.jp. That's C-H-U-N-C-O-F-S-O-F. T.jp slash Sheeran5, S H I R E N5, the number five, slash Mainichi, M A I N I C H I dot HTML. And you go there and you click some buttons and eventually you get your daily dungeon. Um, and then I'm assuming you're importing the game because who else is crazy enough to go to a Japanese website to play the daily dungeon? But hey, uh, and that's how it works. So uh, the mini game is click driven, so. In a way, it's like going back to NetHack, you know? Except that only had arrow keys, didn't it? So it's not really. Um, if you get to the engine at all, you get a Tanuki password for use in the retail version of the game. And uh, that's useful to you if you get the Japanese version. And we don't know that it's going to come out here because the fourth game did not come out here. So there's a chance the fifth game also will not come out here. But for those of you who are importers of Mysterious Dungeon Games... Hope that helps you out. And now, who's been waiting for Mega Man Legends? People have been waiting years for this one. Does that include any of you guys? It's on 3DS, right? Nope. Well, yeah, I thought so. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to check it out just for the, because it's on the 3DS and it might be coming out relatively soon. Did you ever play the first two? Um, briefly over a weekend. Did you like them? I don't. I when I say briefly, I mean briefly. Oh, super brief. So I'm familiar with it, but I don't. Mm-hmm. So uh, the 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 thing is that uh, this is going to be interesting because the guy who is really excited about this would be Inafune, right? The guy who made Mega Man. He left. 
but they're still going on with Mega Man Legends 3. I, I assume maybe part of why he left is because he couldn't be as involved on this as he wanted to be, so maybe it doesn't matter that he left. Um, so for those of you who are really excited about this, you had a chance to vote on a character design for the female character in the game. That's done. They've got the results. That's up on their um, Capcom Unity blog, capcom-unity.com. Uh, you can now get a new contest, and this one is going to give you a chance to uh, design a... Uh, well, no, not design. They want you to... Oh, yeah. Design a robotic boss enemy. So how does this work? You submit your own designs. And they're going to judge them. And they'll put in it, the winning design as an actual boss in the game. So if you want to kind of be game designer and you want to do character designs, this sounds like a great chance for you to try out your metal. Uh, or test your metal. Not try out your metal. Well, I guess since a boss is made of metal, you're trying out your metal design to be a boss, aren't you? So that kind of works. Stretch. Stretch? I tried to save it. So that's also findable on Capcom Unity's blog, and uh, we've got links to it on the story on our site, so look for Design a Robot for Mega Man Legends 3 story on our site. Go submit that, and let us know if you win or if you get part of the finals or something. I'd love to talk about your designs that got um, raised up to uh, to high status on the show. So let us know, because that sounds cool. Everyone should go design robots now. Everyone go make a robot. I'll wait. Mine will look like Kirby. That's not a robot. That's a cream pot. It could be a... Hey, there is a Kirby robot in Epic Yarn. <laughs> That's true. In the first stage, even. All right. I know. <laughs> okay. Kirby robot. <laughs> uh, a, a game that has plenty of robots would be Star Wars The Old Republic. And we've got a launch date for it. Yeah, for real? Yes. <laughs> Get a load of this one. 2011. <laughs> That's our launch date. <laughs> Great. Well, they narrowed it down somewhat. I mean, you know, it's a Bioware game. It could be delayed for years and years and years. So that's something, isn't it? No? No? No, no. Not, not going for no. it, huh? <laughs> I keep asking people if anyone's interested in this game anymore. And uh, I'm not getting much response. Well, the dialogue, people. everyone, I don't know. People still there. care about the spoken dialogue and the story, right? Hmm. Yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. finding... I'm I'm learning that the Japanese version of Home, which is all in Japanese, is really hard to navigate because the the normal version of Home is really hard to, hard to navigate. Mm-hmm. This is now even here harder I, to navigate. Here I thought it was just because it was in Japanese. No, it's... I can't find... I can't figure out how to get back to the menu. There's a, a shortcut menu in home that lets you jump to places, but I can't figure out how to trigger it because there's, like, nothing on the UI. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, so uh, Bioware is letting us know. 2011 for Old Republic, and, um, you know, there's been a lot of stories lately about races and and uh, classes and professions, so you've probably been hearing a lot about it. And uh, I think what they'll do is next they'll tell us it's going to come out in the first half of 2011 or the second half of 2011. And then after that, they'll give us which quarter it's in. And then after that, they might give us what month it's in. And we'll probably learn like two months before the game comes out when it actually comes out. So Bioware doing a really good job of stringing along their news cycle as long as they possibly can. So Star Wars, The Old Republic, the never-releasing game. But Bioware isn't done with us yet. They've got more. PS3 Mass Effect. Got some news on that. So 
if you've been waiting out for the PS3 version of Mass Effect, got some good news. It is going to be like a Game of the Year edition, so it's going to have tons of DLC that was you had to pay for in the 360 PC just included with the game. So you're going to get the Lair of the Shadow Broker, you're going to get the Kasumi Stolen Memory, you're going to get Project Overlord, and um, the uh, Cerberus Network content. So you're going to get all that stuff, and you'll get an additional digital comic, which is part of the Cerberus Network stuff, and that's uh, also go- that's going to cover the events of the original Mass Effect. So you get that kind of for free. So that's how they're going to catch you up to what happened in the first game so you can play the second game if you only have a PS3, didn't have a 360, and never was able to play the first Mass Effect. So, so with the Shepherds are in the cutscenes, will that be your Shepherd, or will it just like, gray him out or something? The cutscenes of what? I mean, the, you said they're going to have a graphic digital... A digital comic? I bet you it will really just be like a comic comic, like with art that's been digitally painted, you know? So what do you do with, like, your personal shepherd? I don't think it'll be your personal shepherd. I bet it'll be the one that they paid for the likeness for. And then all of a sudden you had, like... Yeah, so if you, it'll be surgery. a male shepherd probably in the comic, and then you have a female shepherd that and might they get look a, a bit weird. And then they continue. Well, that's... Uh, you haven't played Mass Effect 2. It's possible. You can hmm. actually change a lot about your character in the second game if you want, even if you import. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, continuing on to not so big of budget publishers, namely independent ones. They are indies. Yes, the indies are rising up. Anna, tell us what they're doing. Well, um, you guys know who Robert Boyd is. He's U-Boyd Games. We've definitely covered Breath of Death 7 and Cthulhu Saves the World to Death. So if the listeners don't know who he are, I would despair. But uh, he's put together what's called the Indie Games Winter Uprising, which is sort of making fun of the uh, the Xbox Live Arcade summer promotion. I don't remember its name. Right, Annual Summer of Arcade. So this is the winter uprising, and uh, yeah, he's uh, he's organized everything and put together fourteen games. Oh. I think. Well, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, it is fourteen. So, um, not all these are RPGs, but uh, once we are definitely coming are Cthulhu Saves the World, obviously, and uh, Epic Dungeon, which we had a little bit of coverage on earlier this week. Um, so yeah, they're indie games. They're all coming out the 1st of December. They all don't suck. They've uh, kind of been quality screened. They're not another, um, you know, like Bejeweled Clone and stuff like that. So... Um, one to five dollars, definitely check it out. Drop some money on them if you want to check it out. Uh, IndieGames-Uprising.com has descriptions of all the games and uh, links to their websites. So most notable um, for those who buy a lot of indie games might be the fact that Ska Studios is actually involved in this. And if people don't know who Ska Studios are, they're the creators of I Made a Game with Zombies in it. Very popular one on the Xbox Live's indie Incredibly popular. Yeah. He also made the dishwasher Dead Samurai, which was also hugely popular. Oh, that was the same guy? Yes. Oh, okay. So his is new Dishwasher game... 2 out yet? No. Oh. I don't think so. 
So his new one is ZP2KX Zombies and Pterodactyls. So it's a jetpack powered zombie carnage game. So there's also Soulcaster 2, which is a gauntlet style game. It's a sequel. Um, Epic Dungeon is a literal dungeon crawler. Uh, Cthulhu Saves the World is an old school RPG, obviously. And the only other one, the, the other one that I was looking at that I'm sort of kind of interested in is um, Crossfire 2, which is sort of Geometry Wars. This is actually something you'd be interested in, Chris. It's like a dual stick shooter thingamajigger. <laughs> it's so cute to hear you talk about that since you know nothing about them. <laughs> I know nothing. This, this is, is dual this is stick kind of shooty thingy. Like. This is the kind With of the game you would like. This is the stuff you talk about all the time. Yes, I should try it out. It sounds like it's a sequel, so I should try the fall one, first one. Yeah, so the first one's out already. second one's coming out. Um, there's also Decimation X3, which is another shmup. And uh, there's um, there's another game, and I think it's really cute. It's Wait. called Asteroids Do Concern Me. They do concern me, yes. <laughs> Asteroids do concern me. It is a one-button action game. Oh, okay. Yep. Ah, so it's like Fable. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. nice. And uh, oh yeah, of course, there's Ophelian episode two. We reviewed the first one, and they uh, they definitely were participating and, and uh, chatting in our forums. And good guys. Looking forward to episode two, which it's it's just a two parter. So rather than that, yeah, uh, check it out. Fourteen games, one to five dollars. Two thumbs up. Proving that it isn't just a pile of steaming turds on Xbox Live Indie. <laughs> so mean. All right. I think... Uh... <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> he didn't want to interrupt your uh, your uh, your indie stuff. I don't know. Apparently Glenn is anti-indie. You guys know that? He's anti-indie. Hey, Glenn, were you that guy that posted that we're not going to get any readers anymore because you're an expert? We had an awesome post on the forums earlier today with some guy who's like, "Oh, you guys are you guys just lost everybody's respect now because you're you're covering indie games, and I'm an expert. You're an expert of what? Being a douchebag? <laughs> That's so nice. Wait, wait, wait! So nice wait, he said that, that he's an expert at indie games. Apparently, I think he was meaning to say that he's an expert on writing. Mm-hmm. or journalism but that's not the way it came across all right so let's uh let's hit up this uh persona 2 story anybody know what it is so persona yeah you mean the one that's coming to the psp yes i do persona 2 innocent sin that's right? right so i hear there's some new stuff happening with that which would be what I have no idea. I closed oh, okay. the window. You didn't close the window. All right. <laughs> so I will tell you. <laughs> this is what I get for trying to have everybody involved. All right. So the opening movie is going to be created by Satellite. I don't know who Satellite is. Apparently that's they, I think they did the, the Persona, Persona 1 3. remake. Did they do like 3 and 4 as well? Probably. They do good work. All right. Cool. Uh, you can change the difficulty between easy, normal, and hard while you're playing the game. You don't have to choose it just at the beginning. That's uh, pretty good. It, It'll have a media install, so if you buy the UMD version, 
um, you'll be able to install it to your memory stick. The remixed version of... Uh, sorry. My cat's attacking stuff, and I'm having to deal with it. The remixed version of 100 music tracks and inclusion of the original music as well. So that's awesome. They're redoing all the music. That's interesting. Uh, field screen map shows the mini-map and the party status. The battle screen shows the demon feelings and the character order. I don't know if that's important. I didn't play the Persona 2 ever. And the new character illustrations. So It seems like they're, they're, pretty, they're doing all the right things they need to do with this remake. I'm, I'm, at this like point, that. I'm glad I never played the original. Well, we couldn't, right? This is the one that didn't come out in the U.S.? Well, I thought Persona 2 was... Wasn't Persona 2 the one that... Anna, Anna knows the story here. I know that like, the first half wasn't released here, but the second half was. Yeah, there's Innocent Sin and Eternal Punishment. And um, we did not get Innocent Sin. We did get Eternal Punishment. Mm. So, which one's people, first and which one's second? Innocent Sin is first, Eternal Punishment is second. Because Manny just said we didn't get the first one, but we got the second one. So that's weird. Well, there seems to be some people who feel that some of the events in Innocent Sin may have scared Atlas off from publishing it. Or not even necessarily scaring Atlas off from... Well, I know, but if you get a game, if you're missing the first half of the game, how does that even work? We got the first half of Shining. We got the first third of Shining Force Three. Well, the funny Again, thing is, I th- we got the first part. You don't. St- they didn't just give us the last part. That's well, the my interesting point. thing about the second half is, I think the second half has a new protagonist and slightly different right. gameplay I mechanics. Mean, okay. It's sort of like Persona Three and Persona Four. All right. Like, do you sort of get where I'm going with this? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I think I found it. I think I found it, guys. But yeah, there was the whole... At this, like, right before Innocent Sin came out in Japan was when the whole Columbine thing was happening. Oh, okay. So I think... I don't know. I think Sony might have been I like, found it! I found 3D dot, dot Game Hero on home. <laughs> So there you go. And it how just, long did it take you? Like, like half minutes? an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you too can find it. Be excited. All right. So Persona 2 Innocence in. Unfortunately, while we have all those details about the improvements we're making, we have no information about a U.S. release. So keep hoping for it. But And we'll let you know if they ever announce it. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. And uh, until then, how about some Final Fantasy XIV improvements to tide us over? Woo-hoo. All right, go for a noodle shoot. Yeah. All right. They got a huge, huge list of stuff they're going to put in. And we will not be reading the whole thing. Not, not the whole thing. <laughs> uh, just some... Well, first of all, they got the item search. It's not an auction house, but there's an item search. So you can right. actually search for items in the market words. That and... should help a lot. Yes. Um, there, it's... A lot of stuff that is should be, should have been in the game, like, unreleased, like, really basic stuff. Like, oh, look, you can zoom into the map. You can put map markers on your map. You can see party members on your map. And it's just really, they have a lot of new guild leaves and NMs, and they're starting this thing called companies, which 
I don't know how they're different than link shells. I think they're uh, when multiple link shells connect with each other. Yeah, well, you can get um, company-owned ships and buildings. Um, you can have new player titles, but they're going to improve a lot of stuff with the UI. The They're going to have... They're going to work towards stress-free gameplay. Yeah, that's... The- my favorite part of the story is their three goals that they have for the game. The establishment of in-game communities, the goal-oriented content and comprehensive tutorials, that's goal number two, and goal number three is working towards stress-free gameplay. So they're not even promising stress-free gameplay. They're saying, we're going to work towards stress-free gameplay, because we're, we're a long way away from that, actually. That's so sad. <laughs> it's just a very depressing list to see there. <laughs> I do enjoy the game, but there's just some really basic things that should have been in the game, like, a long time ago, <laughs> that aren't in the game yet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, you can't even search for people. <laughs> you, you, you have to be next to someone. In. You have to be next to somebody to kick them out of your link shell. That, and you actually have to know their full name to even talk to them. If, like, yeah, if you if, can't find them, and you yeah, have to ask them, them yeah. where are you? <laughs> you Tell me where you are. <laughs> you, have to, you can't you. search for them and see what zone they're in or anything. It's so stupid. Yeah, but so. hopefully they'll be getting that one soon. Because I think that's, like, a major basic thing that I just don't know why they don't have it in there. So it the, makes me sad. The, uh, uh, this is going to be delivered via two updates, one in November. Oh, three updates. The November update, the December update, and the first 2011 update, which they don't have a date for. Um, Yes. So, lots of stuff coming. That's why I'm going to say maybe you should pick up 14 around the time of the PS3 launch. Around March. Maybe around (laughs) March they'll have, like, everything in there that should have been in there, like, last year. (laughs) It'll be a much better experience for you to try it out if you've been waiting. Just play Cataclysm and then play that later. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. Or play now. Kirby until... Yeah, play through. Kirby. There you go. Play yeah. Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we are going to get a special guest on the show. And let's see if I can get him. He okay. already murdered us. Yeah. I know. He's a jerk like that. <laughs> Call him up. Special guest. Special guest. Special guest. Wait. It's the Prince of Albion himself. Prince of Albion himself. Hooray. Hooray! Mr. Glenn Wilson! Welcome to the yeah, show, Glenn. I warned you I was going to murder you. Yes. You talked about SMT games when I wasn't on, and you said things... It's because you don't show up for the show usually, so sorry. <laughs> Yay, Glenn! Hi, Glenn! Why, do you have something useful to, t- to add about the Innocent Sin discussion? just want to confirm no, which game Paul's was first eventually and how got it, it right ish the speculation was that innocent sin would have come out right after the columbine murders so a game where teenagers have guns and shoot people was probably not the best thing to do in the media rather they so, they rather give games where they to teens where they have guns and shoot people instead <laughs> every other game well, on the market <laughs> yeah yeah well I mean, I haven't played it, so I, I don't know if there's a big difference between that and Eternal Punishment. But I mean, a lot was said about it afterward. It also has like a, you know, you, there's like there are Nazis in it, but I guess the Nazis aren't portrayed as necessarily evil, or I don't know. Maybe you join forces with Nazis. There are other things in the game that were a little shady too. We need to but. get that indie developer from Xbox to do. I made a game with Nazis in it. 
Cool. I made a game with zombies in it. Let's just do that. And I, I did try to play Eternal Punishment, and the plot didn't make much sense without Eternal Sin. It was a, it was a different lead character, but it's like it takes place in an alternate dimension, and it makes a lot of like characters from Innocent Sin appear, and you're supposed to understand why it's a big deal that they're there. But if you never played Innocent Sin, you wouldn't. So it, the plot of Eternal Punishment kind of falls apart toward the end as it starts making more and more references to Innocent Sin. So there's probably a lot of people out there who'd be really happy if we, even if we just got this one on PSP and not Eternal Punishment, just having this one would help a lot. Well, I'd like to have both because Eternal Punishment could do could do with the remake. I mean, it was like the original Persona in that uh, Eternal Punishment had, had flaws in it that would definitely be improved if it was remade. So I'd like to see both remade. I'd buy them. I'd, I'd, I'd like to play them. Very- Eventually, Eternal Punishment's flaws, I put it down maybe when I was about two-thirds of the way through the game. I know Sam was playing it recently and put it down about halfway through the game, so it it, it could do with a remake. I didn't play Eternal Punishment because I thought it was going to be too scary. Were you, like, two? It's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. It's a, like, it's a JRPG. How is it scary? Because it was, like, the only M-rated JRPG that I could find. Probably because they say things like and damn. And that's like mature back in PS1 days. That's true. No, I just, I picked it up and I'm like, wow, this looks really scary. I don't think I want to play it and never did. And then, yeah, It might have just been in because it's teenagers with guns. That that might be enough. No, I don't think so. I didn't have any problems with Persona 3. But when you say scary, it's not like there's going to be, I, I doubt there'd be any downright horror. There'd be no zombies or necromorphs coming at you. Yeah, and and in the '90s, anything that showed a trickle of red was going to be at least team. And if it showed more than a trickle of red, it was probably going to be M. Oh, and forget about it. If you even hinted at any kind of a homosexuality, in what I don't remember there being homosexuality in the game. No, I'm saying like any game we're talking about the era. Yeah, was Fable Three M? I don't remember. The Sims wasn't M. You could kind of get your homosexuality on in that. No, remember that one game? It was like Fear or something. It was like those two cel-shaded girls. Fear Factor. Fear, Fear Factor. Factor, the game with Joe Rogan and a bunch of lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an RPG? Joe Rogan's terrible. You have to level up to be able to eat disgusting food. Oh, man. Anyway. Is this so, anyway, what were you guys talking about before you guys... Well, we were talking about indie bundles and other stuff and uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. But now that you're here, we want to talk about reviews. It was oh. a very interesting week for reviews on RP Gamer, I would say. Uh, yeah, we had four of them. Oh, I could only find two of them. Where are the other two? They're under latest reviews where it lists them by date, and there have been four this week. Yeah, the, I, I've learned not to look at that. Because it's too convenient and ensures you'll be accurate. Because it only it's has, not always updated. Because it's missing half the content, so I got out of the. Or you can click on one of my it. buttons. No, it's oh, one of these is a retro view. I was looking for real reviews. All right. I have buttons too. The buttons. buttons. Human buttons. revolution. The buttons. Your buttons are one button out of date, Noodle. Maybe that was why he missed it. Well, I've got the two and <laughs> the buttons. What's Deadly Sin to? Is that so? That's five then. When did this come out? We don't have dates uh, on our reviews. The Sin review should have been discussed on the last RPG cast. Yeah, it's, there's no dates on their reviews, so it's hard for me to figure out. There's All a right. date under latest reviews that says 11.04. Yeah, under there. Okay. So Which would be over we, a week ago. Are we officially up, keeping that up to date now? 
I think we've always kept it up to date. No, I think there was I've one been time burned. a year and a half ago. No, I have been we, burned multiple times yeah, trying to use uh, latest reviews. Mike Minky didn't know to update it. So okay. there was like one time where he wrote five reviews one month and none of them it's, are on there. I think ever since during, then it's all it's up you, to date. Keep in mind you haven't always been here. But um, yes. This is true. <laughs> Especially lately. I Especially been lately. There's, it's not been the most from All right. So this is good now. I'm going to trust it. Thank you, people, for keeping that updated. <laughs> I give it my stamp. I give it four out of five. All right. Um, if we ever figure Four out, out a way, to, yeah, it must be a crappy game full of bugs. It'll be five out of five if we ever figure out a way to up update it automatically upon posting review. Then it'll get five uh, out of five. But well, that's your that's your project, Chris. No, that's Michael's project, so yeah, it's so it's never going to happen. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. So let's just see here. I've got four reviews. Thank you, Glenn. First off, we got a, a retro review of Tales of the World Radiant Mythology. Go find out what... I thought the worst Tales game was Tales of the Abyss, from what people would tell me, but apparently it's Radiant Mythology. Oh, no. Okay, just for everyone listening, Tales of the Abyss is not the worst Tales game. Don't listen to Chris. Go on. <laughs> people told we me it was abysmally bad because it had Abyss in the title. So Tales of the Abyss is a great one, then. I think So it's linking. bad because you could pun it? Yeah. Is it <laughs> Exactly. He remembers the pun he made when the game came out. No, and now no I remembered it because games. I make mnemonics to remember which ones are bad, and I thought that one was convenient because people said that one was bad. It's like, oh, good. It's from the Abyss. I've got well, it. It wasn't is- the best, I'll tell you that much for sure. But you can, pr- you can pr- even I didn't like it very much, but I still played it all the way through. There and by the end, I was like, you know what? I, I could have not played that. <laughs> oh, it got an 80% for whatever the hell that's worth. Um <laughs> there, there are people who consider Abyss the best Tales game. I'm not one of them, but it's Agreed. definitely not the worst. We gave yeah, it. Uh, we're, okay, our review isn't on here. I don't know what we gave it. All right. So, of the Tales games I played, I thought Legendia was the worst, but some cuckoo people like that one too. I think Mythology is the worst because it's – no, Mythology is hands down the worst. Get, guess what? Adrian agrees with you. He gave it a one out of five. You can go read that review if you want to watch. Wait, does that mean that this one's abysmal? Apparently. <laughs> Abominable. What's your mnemonic for this one? Uh, I don't have one. Don't buy mi- radiant mythology. Radiant it mythology. Myth crapogy. What do you? Radiant is radioactive. Oh, um, there you go. But I am. Radiant always makes me think of microwaves, uh, even though it isn't technically radiant heat. Um, and microwaves are bad. On a hot day. Well, I'm, and microwave food is usually bad. You didn't grow up in the Wilson household. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Okay. So uh, let's go from bad to worse. No, wait. From worse to bad. Let's go from worse to bad for Lufia 2, Curse of the Sinistrals, the recent re-release of that game. I guess it's a remake for DS. Uh, two out of five from Mr. Maxstorm Cunningham. He gave it humorous dialogue. Good. Creative puzzles. Good. If you die, you can gain five levels. That's apparently a plus. But uh, unfortunately, it has slowed down. The story is chopped up and the controls are sluggish. So that sucks. Kind of. This is a game that uh, the reviews are a little all over the place. It seems like the game has its flaws. And depending on to what extent you're looking at it with complete rose-colored nostalgia glasses on or to what extent you're looking at it as a new game and maybe how much the flaws bothered you depends on whether or not you liked it or not Hmm. it seems to be a pretty so-so game and if you just adore lufia 2 maybe you'll think it's good or if slowdown really bothers you you'll think it's really bad and it seemed like the the choppiness and stuff bothered mac 
It also seems like everyone seems to think they butchered the story. So they remade the game, but they also like they chopped out the beginning of the story and they changed two of the they're like the four sinistrals are the bad guys and they completely changed the personality of two of them. So it's it's like they they hacked up the story a lot and no one really seemed to like that. And they hacked up the gameplay a lot. And it's so so and whether or not you like that. Personally, I was going to get this game and then didn't, and uh, I think that was a good pick. All right, and uh, that leaves our next review, which is an Xbox Live Indie Games review, which this one made me sad, because it made Sam Sam. Sam Marcello say, uh, did the review on this one, and she was so sad to post it. Um, she's earned the nickname The Dream Killer because of this review. West. Remember, a game we talked about last week coming out on Xbox Live Indie Games, and uh, Sam gave it a 1 out of 5, with its big positive point being that it's a dollar. And uh, it, it goes it goes down from there. Um, you press A to win combat, you can't sell items back to shops, the graphics are crude, and there's lots of grammar and spelling errors. You know, a lot of that you could forgive, it's an indie game, right? But apparently it's just not fun, which is harder to forgive. Is that West? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she it was, was like of, uh, she didn't. She didn't really want to review this after playing it. It's like it's just kind of sad and discouraging to the indie guy who. Well, it's you know. it's a ninety minute game where combat is all you do is hit A and you just win. So really, the whole point of the game would be, the, I guess, the plot, which there's quite a bit of. But then the plot seemed to be uh, a little bit preachy and all over the place and not good with typos. Yeah, so you know, so keep it, trying, it kind of gets dude. the point where it's like a bad ninety minute movie that you're reading so you know it's it's problems. the guy's one of his first games or maybe even his, it's, first, it's his game. first game so you know you got to start somewhere in rpgs and it's a teenager it's rpgs a are first hard game. so what this type is, of sam slayer of hopes and dreams monster that she is puts up a review on a public site hopes. like yeah you know why because he sent us review codes and asked for us to review it <laughs> so I, I um, know, I let know. this be a very hard lesson in the when your game may not be the best there are reasons they don't send out review copies for these games. But he did like the American <laughs> Idol thing where he had all of his friends try it. And they yeah. were like, wow, you're so good. You should definitely be, you know, put this up on a site. Oh, okay. And then he went to a critic and the critic was like, a one out of five. Ouch. Yeah, I don't it's know like what to do about that. like the auditions of American Idol. Yeah, that's, that stinks. Um, that's uh, harsh. Uh, gamer destroying yeah, dreams. But remember, Nix is comparing this for like us like what do you want to spend your time on and if you want to spend your time on looking at what people are doing who are not normal and well not normal that's the wrong way (laughs) are not like not normal game developers (laughs) they're not like uh they don't have like this is not like a standard game this isn't ea this is what you know johnny in his basement i don't know what the guy's name is uh what johnny in his basement made so you don't want to see what that is go out in the xbox live in the marketplace buy games like this and check them out um, or don't buy this because we gave it a one out of five, and maybe buy his next game, which yes. might improve. Yeah. So. Or you um, can buy it anyway, just to see the monkey. So, what are you supposed to do if you're in his position? Do you do do you submit the game out there so you can get that press and get that feedback and make a better next game, or do you just not publicize it at all and risk people not hearing about it at all? Well, I, is, you can I would say this like a, is a game nobody would have ever heard a thing about. And mm-hmm. even though this is not a good review, he's definitely at a point where no publicity is bad publicity. Like, even if one person well, yeah. saw this review and bought I, it for I whatever think, weird, I think the publicity reason, here is also bad publicity, though. 
No, 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 no. You're not well, looking at that everyone right. Everyone knows who he is now. Bad well, publicity can also be bad publicity. I would say, if anything else, this increased his sales, even if it increased it by two. It increased the people <laughs> noticing him, even if it increased it by two. Well, it certainly let him get more feedback, so that's good. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, now he knows what he needs to fix. Yeah. And Sam was the heartless Simon really Cowell think. telling him that, you know... You know, this guy is awful. I don't know why you're here. All your friends, they all tell you the wrong thing. And then he can go back and practice and take Are singing British lessons. British or Chinese? <laughs> it was an odd, uh, an odd accent. Uh, it was a Star Wars accent. It was kind of a hybrid of everything. It was a Star Wars accent? And, and now he'll, he'll come back and maybe his second game will be a 1.5 out of 5. And we'll review it again because that's what we do. And Sam Wrecker of Dreams will we'll give him a one out of one and a half out of 5 and, you know. At least now people are somewhat paying attention to it. I have to say, if I were in his shoes, once I got over the initial uh, broken heart, I think I would have seen this as an overall good move. It's it's always good to get your name out there. Even if it's a bad review, at least you're like out there and people know you're around. Well, except that we don't know his name, so I guess we just know the name West, and we well, know his, it's a one out of five. His, his games yeah. are he, out uh, there. He posted on the forums. He wasn't very happy with the review. Um, is it, he calls himself uh, Birdius Games, so maybe his name's Birdius. Or no, the, pro- the thing, he didn't have a problem with the review. Oh, okay. He was upset because Sam said she finished it and would not be giving a good review, and he didn't want us to post it. Ah, okay. To which we said, oh. too bad. That's kind of not how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not much. how it works. <laughs> like, yeah. You're, you're a teenager. I mean, he, to be quite honest, it's, guys, though, I think um, so. nobody would have cared if we chose not to post this. <laughs> yeah. You just say, you know, you have to learn at some point in your life, life is tough, and then you die. Oh, come on. One out of five, do better next time. It's just kind of it kind of not really helping much to post it, but, uh, yep. Well, you should know that even games from bigger companies get bad reviews, too. Yes. I, I mean, think he, I think yeah, he does. Pretty sure like, he knows that, actually. <laughs> they had to review. It was kind of epic. He's like, we're not going to just post a review just because it's bad. Hmm. He should feel honored that she reviewed it so fast. Usually when I play terrible games, it takes me months to feel like reviewing them. Just to have to relive the game while writing out the review and to suffer a second torment. That's weird. I always hear from people that uh, the hard reviews are easy to write. I guess it's easy when you don't care and you want to make fun of a big nameless company. But it's harder when it's like an individual and you know how much work they spend time they spend into it. And you actually know the you know. It was so hard for her that she did it in two days instead of one. Hmm. Like, I still haven't reviewed the last game I played because I didn't like it and I don't really <laughs> I can't think about wanting to write a 1500 word thing on it can you yeah. name the game? yeah it's Cladoon. Cladoon Cladoon this is an RPG so that's an interesting one I just heard that the original title for that was Classic Dungeon and they decided yeah. to shorten it for bringing it over to the US even though Classic Dungeon's like a better title yeah, it does. And they do have the subtitle onto it? I don't know. Yeah. So you don't like it, though? No, I didn't like it. I, I finished it a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Still haven't reviewed it. A heavy emphasis on cooperation, says the summary. Of Cladoon? Yeah. That's what like, it's on our, on our game period. inner desire to stop playing the game? I don't know. Yeah, it's like, how is there cooperation? It's a single-player game, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm. So well, there's a, a way that – so you go in alone, but you have this party of 20 people just sitting in town doing nothing, oh. and they align themselves. So you pretty much – you equip it, P1 
people like you would equip materia. So oh. it kind of is a way to look at it. So you equip people in your equipment, and even though they're all sitting back in town, they're somehow helping you through their spirits, okay. and you have them equipped. So, so maybe that's what it means by cooperation. Fair enough. Uh, is it the dungeon crawler which style? Is it like a roguelike or something else? No, it's crappy. It's it's real time. It's, it's like not a, uh, the crappy turn-based. style of dungeon crawler. Yes. Got it. Crappy style. It's 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 uh it's, it's real time. Uh, roguelike games are turn based. Okay, so, so it's, it's like Zelda, only really really terrible. Do you with lose bad your stuff when you die or what? You just get kicked back to town when you die. There's no punishment. Okay. You, you get like half your experience instead of all of it, and you get kicked so back. To you, town. You're just exploring a dungeon, and is there random loot drops? Is it like Diablo or something? Nope. No. no. All the stages are set. You just run around and use the horrible interface and combat system to battle. And, you know, it's it's done, like, in a low-res style, so everything's kind of 8-bit, which was cute for about 30 minutes, and it kind of wore off, and the hit oh. detection's sloppy, and the controls are sloppy, and it's more like they're tiny puzzles. Each stage only takes about 30 to 40 seconds to beat, but then you can, like, die really easily. Some The problem is the later ones, when they get tougher, and some of the boss battles are ridiculous. Is the music any you- good? I don't remember it, so probably okay. not. So probably no. not. So what about like the NIS integration? Like, What's that? A, aren't there NIS characters and stuff in it? Or is that just you can create any characters and they chose to promo it with NIS yes, characters? Yes, you in can it? create your characters and they showed like printies and stuff in the advertising. So it looked like somebody had like a printy as a weapon or something. It was very confusing, but all right. Oh, yeah, there was, there's a printy stick that's a weapon. Oh, okay. That's true. That's awesome. So that's probably the only actual in-game crossover item. Then the rest of this is just people. Use <laughs> yeah, the well, you can make creators. So you can make it. your own character. So that there are set characters in the game, mm-hmm. and there's really not much of a plot. It's just like there are these set characters, and you can use whomever you want. And then on top of that, you make your own characters. But there's no like you. You pick one of the only like five classes, and they're all going to be the same. There's no, you know, there's no benefit to making your own character versus using one in the game because they're going to be the same class and have about the same yeah. stack growth. Okay. And when you make your own character, that's the ones you can design to look however you want. And if you you only get like three colors to use, and depending on your abilities as a pixel artist, you could try to make it look like something from another game if you wanted. And it yeah. happens that one of those three colors for one of the characters is blue, so you can make a printing. Mm. Okay. Pretty easily, it looks like. Hmm. Okay. So that is Cladoon. And we have another review that happened this week. So this is interesting. So Adrian Denauden gave Fable 3 a 4 out of 5, said it had fantastic voice acting, terrific humorous writing, streamlined combat system that's fast and fun. It's a bit easy, and there's a lot of changes from Fable 2 that don't go over so well, and the second half of the game feels rushed and incomplete. But still, he gave it a 4 out of 5. Glenn, do you agree? <laughs> I did not like this game as much as Adrian. <laughs> and I actually I sat down to review it and would have had... Uh, before Adrian did, but then I, I just haven't been in the mood to. Re- I wrote about three paragraphs worth, and then went and played video games. So uh, <laughs> actually, I did. I did. I always start with the score, so I already scored it and started the intro. Although I'll probably never finish. But no, I didn't like it as much as Fable Two. It's a uh, most of the gameplay is a direct copy and paste from Fable Two, and they did several tweaks to it. And I thought the tweaks made the game worse instead of better overall. I've been hearing a lot of people say that. Actually, yeah. Well. That's a lot of people who aren't like blind Fable fanboys, or um, including uh, the Fable who love, fanboys. People who love Fable Two are just saying this is not as good as Fable Two. Like the things so the, they the changed shouldn't they necessarily have been changed, and they didn't fix the things that they should have, sort of thing. 
the 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 main improvement they did that's a definite improvement. Combat is better in Fable Three, and okay. it was good in Fable Two. Like combat is something the one like, really, button combat. You like is, that? Huh? Well, this game is really not an RPG. It's, okay. I mean, I get I mean, I'm okay with us covering it, but it's not a role playing right. game. It's a straight up action combat system mm-hmm. that's of anything simpler. I mean, I guess like. As I said before, I feel like something that makes something an RPG that we cover is the simpler and more dumbed down it is, the better chance oh. we'll count it as an RPG. Hold on a second. Um, Noodle, you've gone robo again. Here, I'm mute. Yeah, it, it's uh, apparently Microsoft heard your comments and decided to sabotage us. All right, go ahead. So, so uh... So yeah, so this, the combat's really, really dumbed down, but it's just a straightforward action game. But a big improvement they did between two and three is they fixed the way magic worked. The way magic worked in two was so if there are like five different power levels for a spell, you would bind one spell to each power level. So if if you wanted to cast like a lightning spell, maybe you bound that to the third power level. And if you're in a situation where you need lightning for whatever reason, you would have to charge it up to level three. There was no way to cast level one lightning unless you went back in the menu and rebound your skills. So they did in Fable 3 was you can only set one magic skill to be used and it's used for all levels. But then to give you some variety and a little bit of customization is you can weave spells together. So instead of having just like a fire spell and an ice spell and a lightning spell, you can mix the lightning and the fire and that'll be the spell you use or mix the lightning and the ice. And it gives you a little bit more customizing where like if you want to be a melee character and you're ma- like primarily, uh, so your magic power is going to stink, you might want to use a magic spell that does things to push back enemies, you know, to give you space if you're running around meleeing or, you know, to push back enemies or to stun them. So maybe you'll weave together two spells that have different ways of stunning characters and then that will be your area of effect spell. But if you're trying to go with a mage and you're trying to deal damage, you could use a fire spell, but maybe you could weave it with something else. So by the end of the game, I was playing uh, as a mage, and I weaved uh, lightning with fire. So the fire did a lot of damage, and the lightning would stun them for a little bit so they wouldn't hit me. So like, it gave you the ability to customize, and it, it was much smoother because you weren't sitting there charging to specific levels to hit specific magic spells. Other than that, combat's identical. Melee and range and the way it works is just the same as it was in 2. So here's what I care about most in this one. Uh, a lot of the promos and stuff are shown off the voice acting and the story and all that looked really interesting to me. Does that hold up in the game or is that just a couple cutscenes that are good? The voice acting's very good and the dialogue's funny. In in the 2010 RPG world, would I call Fable 3 one of the funniest games of the year? Probably not. I mean, there there's a lot of humor and a lot of excellent writing in RPGs nowadays. But the, the dialogue is funny. The dialogue's much better than the story. There's mm-hmm. really no story, which shows how much people hated Fable 2's story because they're like, uh. Fable 3 has such an improved story. There is none. Uh. Like, here, spoilers. <laughs> Here's a story. There's an evil king. You lead a revolution. You beat him. You become king. Then you save the world. Yeah. That's the story. Which they announced um, when they announced the game. Actually. Which they announced they in the all commercials. Of yes, all of that exactly. was announced when the game was announced. <laughs> <laughs> lead a revolution. Like, that, yeah. that's... That's, no, they they, you know, they mentioned they the said they said specifically that the game's two parts: one where you're overthrowing a king, one when you are the king. So yes, yeah. and you save the world. That's yeah. probably like the only thing that would be like a spoiler is yeah, they don't spoiler. actually say that after you're, yeah, you have after to, you're it, king, it, you save the it, world. Wait, what? wait, wait, you wait. save the world in an RPG? I don't understand it. <laughs> you, uh, you save the world. <laughs> So, so there is no story, and the way the revolution plays out, there's nothing, nothing interesting happens. There's no like intriguing moment and climaxes, and oh, does this character live or die? Like, no, you just you lead a revolution, you and you overthrow the king, done. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the, the dialogue is really good. Uh, the voice acting is really good. The best part is once you're king, 
so it's implemented from a Game Boy standpoint, it stinks and it's not fun. And Adrian complains about it in the review. The king's choices are dumb. Mm-hmm. But the dialogue of them so, – so you'll have like two choices. So my favorite one in the game is there's an orphanage in the game. And one of your king's decrees that you have to pick between is you can either spend money to make the orphanage better or turn it into a brothel and make money. Hmm. So two NPCs come up and they argue each side. So you have one NPC arguing about the virtue of having a brothel and destroying the orphanage, which is hilarious. <laughs> and you have the other person with pretty much a, you know, what the heck? You cannot raise an orphanage and convert it to a brothel. That's horrible. So like hearing them argue, and they, they go back and forth, like the virtues of a brothel, the OMG, a brothel, are you kidding me? And the yeah. guy's like, well, who needs orphanages? Children can just work in the factories. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. there's stuff like that. And the, the voice acting's great and the dialogue's great. And I, I give Fable 3 full credit for that. Yeah. But the choices themselves don't end up mattering from a game point standpoint. Just to yeah, I heard that. Be quick yeah. about it, they all come down to money. And the problem in the game is you can make a million dollars. You automatically get money from being a landlord. Right. So I was pulling in a million gold so you pieces. Buy all the businesses minutes. again. Yeah. So I was pulling in automatically a million gold every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the king's choices, like the brothel decision, it might be spend 50K to build the orphanage or get 100K to turn it into a brothel. You, Meanwhile, cares, yeah. I'm getting a million, a million gold every 30 minutes. So the money part of it didn't matter. And a, a solid tweak to that part of the game would have been is if they didn't have a way for you to pull in so much – if the choices really mattered, like if you're trying to balance the treasury – between these evil choices because it all came to finances like the evil yeah. choices weren't like killing people or not killing people the evil choices were like well, so make about, money or not make money so does the, so, yeah so but so the real impact is you're choosing whether to be good or evil does that matter at all in this game well the good or evil is just money it's not it's like so I thought the, Fable Two did well, a better Fable job. Fable and Fable Two were known for their your character will change completely if it's good versus evil and that's not here at all. Oh no, it's it's more linear. You're right. Um, it's it's only so I, I played pretty much as a good guy. So uh-huh. if there were drastic changes and you grow horns and you turn evil, I don't know. Okay. But what what happens in the king section is based on your choices to the king section for the final save the world stage in the game. You either get angel wings or you get like demon wings. <laughs> okay. So yes. <laughs> And I, okay. I don't know if you play the middle of the road. I don't know if there's like if you get neither of them or if it always gives you you know, like let's say there are twenty choices and you pick eleven evil and nine good. I don't know if that gets you eat demon wings or not. Okay. Hmm. But as you know, as far as impact on the world and stuff, it just the choices didn't end up matter because it all came from a financial standpoint, but then it wrecked it by giving you a landlord way. And you could be good as like being a landlord wasn't evil. If you just right. set the rent to normal, they yeah. didn't care that you owned every single building in the world. Right. You know, it's like so. There's no draw. It needed a drawback there. So mm-hmm. it's a good game to play for the combat, as simple as it is, and the dialogue's funny. But everything else, the simulation aspects were terrible. The interface is a disaster. There's no pause menu. When you pause the game, it teleports you to a stage, and the stage is the menu. So you can run up and interact with something, and that will let you save the game, or run to the other side of the the room, and that'll let you like check the setting and get gifts and then you can run into like the xbox live room that lets you see if your friends are on you can run into the weapon room and that's where you change your weapons but you're physically running so instead of like pausing the game selecting weapon selecting the sword you want unpause you're hitting pause going to a room Uh... running to the weapon room it loads the weapon room running to your weapon it can only display like four weapons at a time toggle through the weapons find the weapon you want equip it then you unpause it and go back so it yeah. takes everything you want to do in a pause menu takes forever. 
and it just it got old. It, it got old to me by the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So the interface is the worst I've ever seen in a game like this. It has horrible uh, technical issues. There's constant system slowdown. The breadcrumb trail is broken. Dog's AI is broken. Uh, the game lags a lot. So for a game that's like, I mean, it's essentially like Assassin's Creed Two, only significantly smaller in scope. Like the draw distance is terrible. Like mushrooms pop in when they're ten yards away from your character. <laughs> like the stages are all completely linear. So considering how low spec this game is, how low in scope, how linear, how tiny, how be the draw distance is, all of that. I think for the game to also have technical problems and slow down, I just thought was. I mean, as smooth as Assassin's Creed 2 ran, and there were buildings that were, you know, a half mile away appearing on my screen, and then you play a game like Fable 3, where the town is really tiny, and the number of people is like a tenth of what it is in Assassin's Creed 2, and the combat's so stripped down, and it has the sim aspect that Assassin's Creed 2 did too, but the interface is much worse. I just, I don't really know what you can compare Fable 3 to and say, this is a good-looking, good-sounding, solid technical game at all, and the interface isn't a train wreck. So... Here, sounds like we well just to summarize what would you give it as a score uh well there's a chance i'll review it but uh oh okay no i, I don't uh, want to spoil score, your I review it, i'm fine I, I gave i gave it a three out of five when i three scored out of five. it okay yeah uh and then what would you I just think suggest? it's average i don't think yeah. there's really anything you can look at this game and say it's above average sure i mean like for example adrian also reviewed a uh, death spank and death spank 2 death mm-hmm. was much funnier had better dialogue, funnier game. Voice acting was about on par. But, but I hear that gets really old by the end of that game, and the second one's just more the same, isn't it? The combat was so simple it did get old to me, but that's mm-hmm. my personal preference as a gamer. Like, games that are that simple will get old to me. But, you, but just if he's trying to give it props as the funniest game ever, I would yeah. think that Death Spank 1 and 2 were both funnier than Fable 3 that came out earlier this year. And that's where I was going to go. What would you recommend as funnier RPGs that people could play? So Death Spank's right up there. Is there anything else out there? That came out this year? Uh, I mean, that came out really recently? Well, this um, year, like all of 2010. Half Minute Hero came out last year. That was yep. a funnier game. Yep. Are you just, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, you mentioned like, there's a lot of options in modern 2010 RPGs, and I'm like, well, I, I couldn't of think of dialogue, any, so I wanted to know what you were thinking had, of. <laughs> I prefer the dialogue in New Vegas. I prefer the dialogue in Alpha Protocol. And even though funnier? New Vegas didn't, Those are even though New things? Vegas didn't try to be funny the whole time, there was a lot of humor in New Vegas. Okay. All right. So there you go. Go get New Vegas. Is that the summary? <laughs> would that be so, yeah, so would that be a game that you recommend game, more? Really. Would you it, recommend you know, New it Vegas? It had a more? lot of flaws and it had some things it did well, but I don't. I mean, my my whole thought about the Fable series has been I don't get the people who really love it and I don't get the people who really hate it. Okay. Because I just feel like the whole series has been pretty average. All right. Well, there you go. And now you know how we feel about tales. So <laughs> hey hey, I think I think Tales is a below average series across the board. Oh really? Some, yeah, I'm not a Tales fan. Oh, I thought you were. Okay. No. You just you seem to yell at us when we hate on Tales. So. Oh no, you said something factually incorrect when oh, you okay. said this is abysmal. Is the Tales game? Because I don't think anyone thinks that if you right. played enough Tales games. If wait, if Tales is the only game you've played in the series, then yes, it is the most abysmal Tales. <laughs> game. No, I didn't play it at all, so I don't know. Well, thanks for keeping us honest and telling us about Fable 3. Do you want to lead us off with what you've been playing this week? Has it all been Fable 3? No, I finished Fable 3 maybe Saturday, all right. so a week ago. Uh, the only game I've been playing this week is Magna Carta 2. Oh, Michael liked that a lot. How have you been liking it? 
or not liking it? I would say with the utmost respect to people that like JRPGs <laughs> that the way the praise I've seen heaped on Magna Carta 2 shows how horribly desperate JRPG fans are to see a good game on a console. I, I think it's so so desperate for a good JRPG, yeah. I can tell you that. I think it speaks volumes <laughs> to how bad the other JRPGs on current gen consoles are for Magna Carta 2 to be like the best one. And you know what it might be Magna Carta 2 could very well be the best JRPG on a current gen console today. But it's a good game. It's a very average game. It is nothing great. It does nothing wrong. I have no rants, no complaints, but there's nothing really great about it. It has a pretty cool take on combat. The combat stays pretty fresh. And uh, it gives you a lot of choice. They're like, so right now, in my point in the game, I have five people I can fight with, and each one has two combat styles. And between the five people and two combat styles, there's a lot of customization. So, like, my healer is a melee class. Yeah. So I have, like, a, a melee healer. I have a ranged attack mage, and then I use the main character to do melee damage because he's the best melee guy I have. But, like, I could easily have done a completely different party setup and enjoyed the game just as much. So, so right now, for me, I'm, I'm less than halfway through it. Right now, for me, it's a good, solid, no flaws, nothing great, solid JRPG. So that is now... For you, does that mean it's a? Th- does that lean towards more of a three out of five, or is that more of a three and a half? I don't know how you score when things I are like that. I consider average games to be good games and to be a three out of five. I think okay. you know if you put something in the middle of the stack, that's a three out of. That's the way RP Gamer scores. An average game is a three out of five. And since we all like RPGs, well, I, we all I, like. There's that whole game. idea that well, average versus mediocre. But um, all right. So, so you 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 think that's this good enough true. to no, play? No, no, that's a good point. I would I would give a me- like a mediocre game. I would probably give about a two and a half out of five. Okay. A mediocre game is below average. Ah, uh, below average qualitatively, you mean? Right. Yeah. Relative <laughs> I, it, to it's, other games. Average is a mathematical term and not a qualitative term, so I always have an issue with that. But yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I would think most games probably are the idea that most games the average game is good. I don't know that I. If, that, if that's actually true. Well, only for me, Farby. <laughs> if you were to tell me, you know, is the average third-person shooter good, I would say no. I'm not a big fan of the genre. If you would say the average Madden game, yeah. I would give Madden games a one and a half out of five and a two out of five, and it would be – and like you know, that would be like the average Madden game for me is like a two out of five. You know what sure. I'm saying? So yeah, the, yeah. the difference is I prefer RPGs. So, so the average RPG is a good game to me. So now, now you're going to make me do something that's probably not fair, but how would you compare – since you gave them both three out of five, you would estimate – how would you compare Fable 3 to Magna Carta 2? Uh, in terms of what one's better? Yeah. Uh, there are different types of games. It would mm-hmm. d- depend on what genre you like better of RPG. Personally, I would rather play Magna Carta 2, which isn't irritating me and has no flaws, as opposed to Fable 3, which had interface, technical, slowdown, broken AI issues that bugged me over the course of the game. So, you know, that's interesting, though, because it seems like what, what makes uh, Fable 3 a 3 is that it had a chance to be great, and then Magna Carta just by the numbers, so it's a 3. Hmm. Yeah, very different ways to arrive at that same it is. end point. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, if you <laughs> Fable Three had some things it did really well and some things it did really terribly, <laughs> and it, I would think that for me playing it, just my enjoyment, they just kind of so averaged out. Is it still worth experiencing at this point at all? If you have any interest in the game, Magna Carta Two or Fable or Three? Magna- Fable Three, I mean. No, I would say play Fable Two. I thought Fable 3 was worse than Fable 2, and they're almost identical. Yeah, I hear that a lot. A lot of people are saying that. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, and, and even Adrian scored Fable 3 under Fable 2. I mean, they're so similar, I would say there's no point in playing Fable 3. 
And if you just want funny dialogue, play Death Spank. I think I want to play Magna Carta 2 now. Because <laughs> I'm it's so desperate. I'm desperate for a you good know, The cookie thing about Magna Carta 2 is it has so many cliches in it, but the way they implement it, it doesn't bother me. Are they cliches, cliches that are painful like they are in White Knight Chronicles? Or are they cliches I like that. I just... But oh, okay. They're done well. It's uh, like the, one of the first lines that the main character speaks is an internal monologue, and he says, I have amnesia. And I, was, I almost just broke the disc right then. Uh, just pulled it out and thrown away. Uh, like the first <laughs> line is, I have amnesia. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> but it's actually... You know, they, they, they do it well. And... Uh, the, the requisite, like, cocky kid character isn't bothering me, and the requisite, like, immature female kid who falls in love with guys at the first sight, you know, she's not bothering me. Just all in all, the little things that would usually bother me in a game, something about the way they pulled it off, I'm, I'm enjoying it still. Mm. All right, well... Michael loved it, so I should give it a try at some point. Maybe it'll go on sale for yeah, Black hey, Friday. Yeah, it might be the best JRPG on a console right now. I couldn't really argue that based on the games I've played. It's well, definitely better than Blue Dragon. Did you did you play Final Fantasy XIII? No, I try to play good games. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not pretty games. Hey, now, that was a good game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love how there was no pause. He There's no, play, no pause just, at all. Bam, I played right play, play good games. <laughs> You should watch. Uh, you should watch StarCraft Two with us. I just throw uh, that out there. You mean watch other people play StarCraft Two? Yeah, good people. Not yeah, people who. Are I don't good. roll that way. I don't watch other people play games because oh. it reminds me that I want to play games. And then okay. I go play games. All right. These, they're so good. They're so fun. Such a fun game to watch. Man, uh, it's a very bad game for me to play though because I suck at it. I haven't played StarCraft Two in months. Are you guys still playing that? Uh, no, I've been watching it more than playing it. <laughs> Because it's like, oh, I'll never be this good. You have good. no yeah. life, and you're such a loser. Manny, you. are you playing it? <laughs> are you kidding me? Those matches are great, man. I saw Shadow Boxer. I mean, yeah, I saw Slayer's Shadow Boxer. Boxer versus Slayer's Boxer. Slayer's. I keep on saying Shadow Boxer. Or, versus uh, Fruit Drunken Dealer. You watch the BlizzCon one? Yeah, the BlizzCon yeah. match. That, that was, was great. So you watch these excellent. people play so many games that you have favorite people. You're like, yeah, Player's Boxer. Are you, you kidding like, me, man? You're this you crazy buy apparel? Dude, you never a shirt that has his name on it? The guy who basically created the competitive StarCraft scene. So you're a huge fan of him. I, I am now. A huge fan of him. <laughs> Do you wear apparel that has his name on it? I, if I were Korean, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but wow. you see, like these guys Play are the game, bad. These, these are like are the you still best playing players. It? No, um, I'm not, not actively. No. It's a. It's. It'd be a lot of effort to be able to play to get good enough to play at the level I'd like to be able to play that game at. And it's so much easier to just watch it. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at with it. So you, the way you want to enjoy StarCraft 2 is to look at the screen and see something really awesome happening. Yes. Since you no, can't do that. I can't do that. I'd rather watch <laughs> oh, someone else on. do it. It's like a sports match. It's lots of fun. The, the back and forth, the strategy. Tr- I've been trying to watch other games, and they're not as fun to watch as StarCraft. I think that one's particularly special for watching. And you know, Brad Shoemaker was right. I mean, if you, uh, over at Giant Bomb, the way he got better was he watched a lot of replays from high, from, from professionals and pros and just saw, like, the little tactics they would do. And sure enough, you can't do everything they do you, unless you can do, like, 400 <laughs> ATM a minute. 300 actions per minute or whatever, yeah. Are you yeah, watching yeah, well, it to see what they do and get better? Or are I you am watching not. It? I'm watching it for entertainment. Points. You can watch it. Like, I watch the NFL, but I don't look for how to be a better quarterback so yeah. I can hey, play one. Uh, oh, come like on, that. Glenn. Don't I, be like I that. watch like, it for entertainment. Some people watch it to get better. Or and both. sometimes yeah. you get a little bit of both. You'd yeah. be like, oh, that's a great strategy. How come I never thought of that? 
and you'd be like, it just dawns on you. So you'd be like, man, I, I always move my guys this way when I should be just. I, I've learned basically that everything I do for the most part isn't right. Though I don't know how useful <laughs> I that is. Told you that. I, think I know. I, did I was like, oh, Glenn was right. Oh, he was right about that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was right when he told me that when you too. That. Be like, you were right. <laughs> You were right. <laughs> and you know, if you watch like fruit, uh, fruit Dealer, like, I kind of already, some, yeah, sorry. I was just saying like Fruit Dealer, you like people always talk about how the, how the Zerg are terrible. But when you see Fruit Dealer in action, you see like, all right, this is how Zerg is meant to be played. That's well, brilliant. And it's it's really fun when you get, when somebody uses a cheese strategy against you, sometimes you don't realize how you were cheesed if you're not a good player like myself, because I don't. I'm not able to scout and know about everything that's going on the map. So when they use a cheese strategy, I mean, I don't know what happened. But here, when they you when somebody uses a cheese strategy, you see the whole thing. You see them set it up. You see them execute it. You see the the effects and whether it worked or whether it didn't. So you get the whole thing. So and like the that. commentators are great. They let you know play by play exactly why this is a cheesy strategy, and it's like, and they're explaining it to you all the way, and and they're they're usually fun, entertaining people. Oh, oh. but you're absolutely right. So it's like. I, so many bane lanes. So many bane lanes. It's so great. Yeah. Do you like bane lanes, Glenn? You like Zerg, right? Did, I, did you get I into bane lanes very heavily? No. No, I never really use bane lanes. Oh yeah, that, they're very important against Terrans. But as my friends would emphasize, I'm just a platinum level player. Just or, a platinum. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see, if you had a diamond mentality, you'd be right here with us. The yeah. elite skills of banelings were something I never really got into. Well, I also, you know, I did a lot of learning while I played, and I was learning while I played with people who wouldn't give me advice. So oh. it was see, like a lot of trial and you, error. And watching I think replays. you watching some StarCraft replays will get a lot different experience out of it than we would, because you would like learn things to try. And you'd probably yeah. be able to. Well, pick I, them I up. used to watch replays of the games I played, yeah. and then, you know, see what people did to me that let them destroy me. Yeah, but I mean, there's something to be said for seeing like people who are like top end, top end, like better than diamond sort of people. Yeah, I just I don't think I'd ever set my clock around it on a Saturday. Oh no, no, no. We watch, oh too. my god, we we watch it video on demand. You oh. do it at work? No, no, I don't watch it at work. <laughs> you could. You have the sort of. Depending on I where work you're from at. home. I exactly. Play, I played Fable Three and all of New Vegas while I was yeah. getting paid so to work at you home. You can do this. Uh, GOMTV.net, and you just uh, subscribe for a season. It's like yeah. twenty bucks. You get it's the whole thing on net. demand. Or oh, you can, actually, you can just watch the first match of each set free too. So whatever. Uh, you whatever could probably you find like the all the all the Blizzard ones on YouTube. You yeah, can easily true. find them. Yeah, and the Blizzard 2010 matches were pretty good, especially the, that was Slayer's boxer, boxer versus Fruit Dealer was fantastic. That was a great match. You should have seen it. I mean, that was Glenn, awesome. Did you hear the story? How it was like just packed wall to wall. It was like at least like three thousand people packed in this tiny little stage area. Everyone was standing along the sides. It was just absolutely packed. All to watch these two guys go at it, like the two legends of current StarCraft, just, who were both knocked out achieved... immediately in the new season. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have just achieved a level of. Of nerd lameness yeah. and yeah. nerdiness that I really can't do. I, oh yeah, because you're all so I cool. can tell you is give it a shot. No, you no, might find I it's more. Limits. Uh, I hate writing. So writing for free for a website for someone else is about about video games is about the peak of my nerdiness. Uh-huh. I can't break through a shell where I spend hours watching other people play video games. There's a ceiling there for me. Hmm. Okay, you're lost, my friend. I I, yeah. I would try spending 20 minutes and see whether or not you like it, but that's just me. But anyway. Moving on, Manny, got any picks or voids for us this week? Um, I finished uh, Undead Nightmare and got through Shadow Complex. 
and I assume those are both picks. I know Nightmare is because of what you said last week, but... Uh, yeah, I got a little cut up trying to find a unicorn and a chupacabra, which sort of attacked on more time than I would like. <laughs> Did you find them? I found them eventually. Oh, good. But, yeah, it was fun, and, um... Yeah, Shadow Complex is pretty cool. Its core gameplay, it's great. The story... If if you can even call it that, I can do without. But I did like the – I would say like the world that takes place – not really even the world that takes place in sort of like the, the aesthetic design and the technology and sort of the base you're running around. And I mean what's there to say? It's an old 2009 game. It's Super Metroid. If you like Super Metroid, this is cool and it's on Xbox. I, I probably had more fun with that $10 game I had like than I, than I did with a lot of $60 games this year. Yeah. Were there, were there any issues with it that you had? Because I've been thinking about getting it, or I was planning to get it. I just haven't yet. Honestly, no. It was just no cons. Fine. No cons um, at the all. The cons are that the the in-engine cutscenes look a little strange. Eh, just, unimportant. Exactly, and and the girls, <laughs> the main character's eyes, like his female companion's eyes, they're really glassy and weird looking. Like I said, the, the cutscene stuff. But you're not coming here for cutscene stuff. I mean, if you want story, right. go read like Orson Scott Card's Empire. Even though you. I don't know why you want to read that, but still. Yeah, it's just core, good old-fashioned Super Metroid action. And it seems like since Nintendo's going to make that kind of a game anytime soon. Fun games? Core games? Super Metroidvania games. Uh, I've never played Super Metroid, so can I just play Shadow Complex twice and it counts as playing Shadow Complex and Super Metroid? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I might do that later. You could probably beat it like, and it's, it's a quick experience. If you want to get everything, it might take you like six or seven hours. But if you just want to go through, I, um, I think Mac and everyone else on my friends' uh, leaderboard list beat it like maybe five hours. So five quick sidetrack. I'm probably going to buy a PS3 in the next few weeks. So what PS3 games do I need to get? Because I feel like I'm going to forget a couple. Like I have a list in my head of the PS3 game exclusives that I haven't played. There's Demon Souls and there's Valkyrie, Valkyria Chronicles. What else is there? Final Fantasy thirteen. No, God, no input. From <laughs> heavy wow. rain. Is that your cup of tea? I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll play Heavy Rain. I am actually writing this down, so because play uh, enslaved. I, I enslaved. Rennet. Isn't that multi-platform though? Oh, what what is he looking for? I I'm, I'm sorry, I was I watching. PS3 I was games. I was watching a video about the Chupacabra. What? What did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> PS3 games. Um, yeah, he's about to get a PS3. And he wants uh, to know what oh, it's you want PS3 petition. only games? Um, dot well, game, the chat room 3D dot game heroes. Disgaea 3. What was that, Sarah? What? Disgaea 3. Rums in the chat says Disgaea 3. Oh, yeah, Disgaea 3. I think, cool. I think Disgaea 2 ended my desire to play. Nisa tactical games for the rest of my life because I played that game for about 200 hours and felt like I didn't need to play a game like that ever yeah. again. Uncharted and Uncharted 2. Some people God like Folklore. 3. There's always God of War 3. Wait, have any of you played Folklore? No. It's so old. It's like a PS3 launch game at this time. Right, it was a, it was a launch game. I played the demo even, and hated it. it even at launch time, it was like people were like, we wanted to like it, but yeah, kind of no. didn't. At this point, yeah, it's, it's gone. It's, um, I bad. love. Oh wait, that's not. Oh, that's darn it. I'm looking at my PS3 games, and they've got multi-platform games on it, like that Prince of Persia game that came out in 08. But that's not. Oh, see, I'm not a. Games. I'm not a big action game. Whether we call them RPGs or not, action games aren't really my cup of tea. So I probably right. wouldn't get a Prince of Persia game. Um, 
Well, I guess the audience could chip in here, but at this point, so that rules out the Uncharted games too, then, huh? You know, I might. I, I've heard mixed things about Uncharted too. It's a game I want to try out. Yeah. Uh, how about Ratchet and Clank? No, no, I've never played any of those. Okay. I was kind of hoping you, you know, would stick to RPG suggestions and not okay. crappy mainstream. Well, there's not that many RPGs, dude. <laughs> there aren't that many just games in gen- like exclusives in general that I think I'm glad I have my PS3 for. What are you glad you had? Home? Is that the difference breaker? There is no difference breaker. Once I got a 360, I kind of stopped using my PS3. Ooh. Ouch. Oh, snap. I, See, I think that I, I like way, to evaluate that's the way games. most console people work. When you, whatever one you bought first, you use it up, and then you get the second one and just oh. keep using that for the that's, rest of the time. That's silly. All right. So even in the multi-platform you know, I feel games. Like I've, so the reason why I'm thinking of PS3 finally is I've kind of just – with Magna Carta 2, I've just now finished – about all the 360 games I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, now I want to get a PS3 and try finally play Demon's yeah. Souls, Mercury Chronicles. But probably from now on, I'll just keep buying PS3 games, even if they come out in the 360. That's just weird. All right, so other things you could do on the PS3, including like looking at what game's better on which platform. Sometimes they're better on PS3, like the Castlevania one gets an edge. Rarely, but it happens, yeah. Yeah, yeah usually it's the 360 Super ones Street that... Fighter um, 4, it... Street Fighter just somehow became a PS3 game. Like, all the competitive people are into that. Um, so, that's... Um, like, for example, so I'll be getting Dead Space 2 on PS3 just because the PS3 version comes with a free copy of Dead Space Extraction HD. There you go. So, the only PS3 games that I'll be playing when I first get the console are Heavy Rain, Valkyria Chronicles, and Demon's Souls. That's Do you like it. shooters? Do you like shooters? Not solo. I play them co-op with my brother. But... Uh, sorry, not first-person shooters, like uh, you're in a ship shooting stuff shooters. No, no. Okay, okay. I, I've sorry. tried those. Okay. Uh, Super Stardust HD is on PS3, and I was going to recommend it highly. but Yeah, and you don't like action games, forget about God of War. Yeah. Oh, Atelier Verona. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. I will try that, especially after talking to Sam about it. Yeah. And uh, Trinity Universe, though, read up on that one. No, no. <laughs> that's a bit risky. There's a reason why we have, we don't even have a review for that yet, because yeah. the reviewer that was supposed to play it couldn't finish it. <laughs> I think, actually, I, I should say that, but I think Silk did eventually finish it, but it was like, oh. it was like me with Cladoon. By the time you finish it, you're like, I don't want to think about this game for at least six months, did and then you, you review it. Did you play it, uh, Eternal Sonata yet? I kind of, no, I haven't yet. Because the PS3 like version's better, so... There's okay, one that's maybe, like people agree that one's better. So that's really low on my list. Okay. I just yeah. For I, I've heard such mixed things about it that I'm in no hurry. And 3D Dot Game Heroes, of course. Um, if you didn't hear we'll that see. earlier, that'll be low on the list too. Okay. Well, Demon Souls should take it quite a while. So. What if I'm so good at Demon Souls that I don't die like all the crappy people? Oh, you just like, watch the well, speed that'll, run. That won't take you that long. You can beat it in an hour, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll take my StarCraft II skills. Go. Remember, I'm better at video games than you guys. That's right, you I'll, are. I'll have it done in a day. Done in a day. Got it. You could play White Knight... Cra- no, never mind. Um, let's see. Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of out of options here. I don't play... Yeah, it's, but, it's amazing well, I'm going to go on to the PSN next. Uh, Horde is a great game, but that's not an RPG. <laughs> You want to get flower? Oh, you know, it feels, yes. Freaking get flower. Yeah. I'm going to no, say get flower. get flower. If nothing else, I have to play flower to make fun of Ethan and be like, Frickin I finally get... played it and you're terrible. It's a great game. I mean, I don't, unless you're expecting something from it that's not there, it's a great game. So whatever. Like, what do you, would you have to expect? 
Fun um, if you're expecting gameplay. some sort of deep gameplay, yes. It's an artistic experience. It's not a deep gameplay experience. It's like buying a DVD that's uh, nothing but like a fire crackling, and then you put it on your TV, and it's like you have a fireplace. Dude, is that what Flower's like? It's it's a musical, fun, awesome art thing, so whatever. I mean, if, if you're not into games like Res and stuff like that, it's not going to matter as much to you. I like Res. I got your joke earlier about Sam is the dream killer. Thank you! That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like I liked Res. I thought Res was overrated, but I've also I, mean, I played a lot. It's my it's my go to game when I have like fifteen minutes and don't want to get into something deep. I'll always play. I, Res. I'm into like synchronized music visual experiences, just as much as I am to games. So that's why things right, you, like Flower you, work for you me. Didn't play Geometry Wars that much though. Um, I played Geometry Wars two. I didn't play okay. one. I when I got a three sixty, the time for one had come and gone by a lot. But I, I did download it at some point. But maybe I have, whatever one I have, you have scores on. It shows up on my list. But your scores are all really low. Like you didn't play it very long. Um, yeah. Maybe it was Geometry Wars two. If it was two, yeah, because people gave up on it. I don't know. People moved on, so I don't. Know. Didn't it didn't hold me that much? I'm more into shooters like um, I, Geometry Wars. Isn't like Res. Let's put it that way. And it's I not, agree. And it I isn't agree. like uh. It's not like the cave shooters that I really like. So it's, you also, it's a Geometry Wars is a game shooter, you but... couldn't sit and play it for 20 minutes. I had a game of Geometry Wars once that lasted three hours, and yeah. then it was like 5 in the morning, and I said, why am I playing a game like this at 5 it's in the morning? Like so I just turned, I, died, I died on purpose, got my high score, and went to bed. It's like every Extend Extra Extreme. Yeah. Um, Fat Princess, um, speaking of downloadable games, that's fun. Try that demo. And uh, let's see what else we got here. What's that game about? Is, it, is that a game about Paul's? It's about feeding a princess cake so that she gets fat. Oh. It's oh, literally yeah. about a fat princess. No, it's an a- it's an action like competitive like multiplayer like ever. It's m- capture the flag. Yeah, the manage team, chaos. The opponent's team is trying to capture your princess. If you feed her cake, she's fatter and thus harder to carry. Okay, I'll put that under Demon Souls. <laughs> it's an online. It has demos, so whatever. Uh, let's see. Alpha Protocol came out for it. You already played that. You, you're one of you liked Alpha Protocol, didn't you? I think I remember yelling at you on an RPG cast about Alpha Protocol. Oh, I'm sure you did. Costume Quest. Have you played Wait, that? Have at- you played Alpha Protocol, Chris? No. Okay. Have you played Costume Quest yet on either platform? No, it just came out. Yeah, I Wait, say forget three the PS3 weeks ago. Altogether. Do that. Get that on some platform. Uh, I spent one week working from home while playing New Vegas and another week working from home while playing Fable 3. I haven't gotten... Costume Quest you can do in an evening. That's Yeah, you know what? Just forget the PS3 and just get a get a connect. Get a connect. <laughs> get some Dan Central. How about Enchanted Arms? Let's go way back here. No, no, no. That's a terrible game. I've heard <laughs> nothing but terrible, terrible things about that. You're, you're dry. If you're suggesting Enchanted Arms, then you're on empty. Yeah, I'm it's going, so funny. I'm going down the list. Like a 360 <laughs> list of exclusives to, must, to play right away, I can name yeah. a, a lot. But Dance, Manny, Dance Central is tempting. It does look fun, but I don't think it looks $200 fun. I think it's more than $200 fun. Isn't it $150 for the Connect and 50 for the game? You are Connect Games fifty dollars? Uh, I think so. Yeah, oh, I think all so. right, there you go. Two hundred dollars. There you That's go. That's like a 3DS. Speaking of what, ooh, do you ooh, guys ooh, know? Ooh, ooh, wait, 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 wait. How about Near? Yeah. Or is that on I, both I platforms? Three? Oh, that's on both platforms. Yeah, because of right. three and four. Near's a Near's a a game worth recommending. <laughs> I won't say it's a great game, but it's a game worth playing. Resonance of Fate. 
Yakuza 3 and 4. Yakuza yeah? 3 and 4. There you go. Yakuza 3. Oh, actually, Yakuza. There you go. That, that's a PS3 I'll take one. that. All right. You end on that what? note. You're done. I'm cutting All you guys right. off. Wait for 4, though. Star maybe. Ocean, The Last Hope International. No, stop. That didn't happen. <laughs> didn't happen. It got a better Dude, when it got a better score than Nier. Gives an action game a two and a half out of five. I know that I will not be able to last more than an hour in it. Star Ocean Last Hope got better score than Nier on game rankings. Let's see. That's because people didn't play Nier. Reviewers play games for about three hours and then write the reviews on other sites. They do not, if you did that with Nier, all. you're going to hate it. There's a lot that do not do that. But all right. <laughs> they play work. They play instead of going to work. Um let's uh, I'm. I know there's a better one here. I'm gonna find it. Oh, can you find it while Paul's is giving your recommendations? Did you play for the Vandal week? Hearts Flame of Judgment? Yes. Damn it. Okay, that's also not platforming. And he this thought sucks. that I was insane for giving it a good review. I thought it was good. I knew that you were insane for giving it a good review. Yeah. You are insane for giving it a good review. Yeah. It's, you know, it's for 15 bucks. There's a lot of there's some caveats in there, but yeah. I no, it was like it, it was like Magna Carta 2. It was it's, a game that not did nothing five, wrong and nothing sure. well. It, it was a very bland, it's, it's a three and a safe half. definition of a genre. Yeah. That was Vandal Hearts Flames. The reason I, I would give it a three and a half is because there's not enough of the good examples of that genre like that. Well, we just talked about Disgaea 3. Yeah, I don't... Disgaea is very different of a tactical RPG than, than this is. Disgaea is is a grindy game, and not all tactical RPGs are insane grindy like Disgaea. Yeah, Disgaea. I, I know you can in... grind in them, but I mean Disgaea, you have to do some crazy grinding if you really they, want. Yeah, to they get put difficulty spikes in on purpose, on purpose to make yeah. you stop and grind, whereas Vandal Hearts did not. And other games don't do that. Oh, it feels different to me, but whatever. Uh, yeah, we should move on, Anna. Do you have yes. any picks or voids pick. for us this week? <laughs> um, well, I've been playing the living snot out of Dissidia. So I have, I finished all 10 You're now stories. the third person who's used that as a pick on this show. <laughs> I quite like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, I just I've been playing this not I've been playing it on the Sky Train on the way to and from work. I've been playing it on the bus. So wait, and you said you did all ten stories. You've played the direct with all, every character. I played all ten of the stories. Have you beaten it and, yet? No, I'm actually in chaos. I'm in chaos level four. Oh, mm. <gasps> chaos is a boss. Spoiler. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the section called chaos. Yeah. Chaos is the villain? Spoiler. Yeah, there's a friggin' shock. So who are you playing with uh, in the chaos stages? Are you uh, switching around or sticking me. to one? Cecil. <laughs> so why, your why do you say that embarrassed? I don't understand. Yeah. Why are you embarrassed by that? Because he's apparently like the baby character. Oh, okay. He's like the, if you suck at fighting games, play with Cecil character. Ah, Okay. So he's level 38. So, I got, yeah, I did his story like six times. <laughs> cool. Um, other than that, I love Zidane. Uh, his style is just really fun. So why are you like, using Cecil over the one that you love and think is really fun? Because she can't um, win? Cecil was highest level. <laughs> okay. I will probably go back and level up Zidane some more. Not, you're and not gonna. You're not gonna level Titus. 
I don't like him. Titus. And his story is stupid. I know. Titus is stupid. He's so hot, though. No, he's not. But he is. I'm sorry, I live in Vancouver. I could walk outside and look three feet to the left and three feet to the right and see cuter blonde beach boys. Are they wearing fishnet clothing with their navels exposed? Thankfully, no. <laughs> Particularly not in this weather. It's there's actually there's a lot of that degrees. in Magna Carta 2 also. Magna Carta 2 okay. has a lot of... You know, Magna Carta is a Korean RPG. The difference you tell between the guys and the girls is the girls have massive knockers. They have pretty healthy glutes, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. how you tell the difference between the males and the females in a lot of Korean. It's right. it's the Korean RPG artwork. It's specifically that. It's <laughs> that's the way you can tell. TNA. Because the TNA. guys are all so masculine. Because the guys are all so masculine. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so we're we're actually and, going a bit long here. So. Is it my turn yet? I'm sorry. No, no. Anna had something else here. Okay. Uh, no, no. I'm good. Keep going. Keep no. Going. Okay. <laughs> So, what do you got for us, Noodle? The ground. It feels like pants. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Noodle's been playing Kirby's Epic Yarn. That is, like, the funniest line I read. It feels like pants. Was Kirby saying, the ground. It feels like pants. Mm -hmm. Have you finished Kirby's Epic Yarn? I haven't finished it yet, but I was really kind of... um, It's long, isn't it? Like, I was scared the of the longest game because, Kirby game I've ever seen. Because you can't like you can't fly or suck in this game, so I was kind of scared. I was hoping it wasn't going to be a bad game, but you can actually do a lot of other things. Why like, would it you be can bad if it can't suck? Don't. <laughs> we all thought the same joke. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's really cool and. Um, I wasn't sure about the whole yarn thing, but it actually looks really cool. You can actually wait. You weren't sure about the yarn people. thing. It seems like that sold everyone immediately. Even like non yeah. fans were thinking, yeah. like, you know what, this yarn well, thing is what actually makes me want to play it. I wasn't sure because you can't fly or you, and you can't. She suck really likes the old Kirby, so I, I, yeah. And so I'm old school Kirby, so I was really kind of scared that it was going to be very good. Imagine, but. imagine it's like it's like Devil May Cry. The new one was for Devil May Cry fans. They just couldn't accept it very well. It's the same thing here. Except that everyone else is actually talking about Devil May Cry for once with actual relevance. <laughs> but this Kirby game is actually really good, which makes me happy. He's evolving um, from like pillow lint to yarn. There you it's kind go. of like the natural progression. Well, he defeats enemies by like whipping out yarn and like you just whip enemies and they just fall apart. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the whole pee thing, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it is. So Kirby's moves across this series involve doing a really good job of sucking and then whipping people. Is mm-hmm. he like a dominatrix? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he is. But it's, it's kind of funny because there's like real dialogue in this game, which is new. I hear like the best part is that you get that you get like a little apartment and you get to decorate yes, it with furniture. Yes, you have an apartment. You have a Kirby apartment and you have your own little house and you get furniture throughout levels. Like if you find the secret treasures, you get like couches and pillows and chairs and. So on the RP gamer scale, so far, I know you haven't finished it. What would you give it? Um, ah, uh, pretty high. 11 out of 5. Yeah, I was going to say 11 out of 5. Yeah. 
I would probably give it at least a four. So it's at least better than Fable 3? Yes. Okay. But, because you get... Because I'm not that far into it yet, because I haven't had time really, to watch uh, I've, I've heard nothing bad about that game. I think nope. I'm, I'm going to pick it up at some point. The, it seems like everyone that played that game loved it, and I haven't yeah, played makes, a game like that in a it while. It makes even, it like, grown, sweaty, hairy men go, Aww. I'm really glad that it's not, like, an, I was really scared it was going to be, like, another Kirby 64 disaster. But it's actually really good. Yeah, so it's glad. funny how a lot of gaming disasters end up the word 64. <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was mad about Super 64. And Manny, that's what I think, too, when when people keep complaining about, uh, like, the Wii not having enough games for the core audience and stuff, it's like people have completely forgotten about what a disaster the N64 was. Like, even if you're not a casual gamer, the Wii has been, has had many more games for you than the N64. Are you kidding me? The Wii has been better for gaming than the GameCube was. Right, yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you completely. Terrible. So that's why I think, you know, I, I was talking Wait, on another side about this. That's not saying all that much, is it? Well, no, it's not. But <laughs> you have all these people who are, like, rabidly angry that the Wii has so many casual oh. games and nothing for core gamers. Yeah, and if yeah. you just cut out the crap and just look at the core games, the Wii has more good core games on it than the GameCube did or the N64 did. Hmm. Probably so. combined, honestly. We're missing some good <laughs> RPGs, though. Oh, 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 oh. Robo Noodle, Robo Noodle, Robo Noodle. <laughs> But, but Chris, you say <laughs> my it's favorite good part RPGs. is just when she says no. When you say it's missing good RPGs, the N64 didn't have any good RPGs. No, but the like GameCube a, had like Super Paper Mario 2 and uh, Skies of Arcadia got ported to it. Paper Mario like that. game. This that is Mario. true. Where's my Paper Mario 2 on Wii? You know, and Skies of Arcadia wasn't that a Dreamcast game? Yeah. Wasn't the game game a port? I said but it was ported. Really ported. I had, like, said ported. You know, Jeez. <laughs> it had uh, what Tales of Symphonia, and it had the Bat and Kaito series. I think those are the only RPGs that were on the game. But I think enough. that I think that outnumbers what we have that's good on the Wii for RPGs. Yeah, but you have two excellent Mario's. You got some really good. Uh... Yeah, we got some other genres. I know. I want more uh, RPGs. Is all I'm saying. Little King Story is an excellent game. It's not Baroque an RPG. Was a... Baroque, which was a port, is an yeah. RPG that's on there that I liked, and yeah, not many other people did. You're, like, well, the only person, though. <laughs> yeah, seriously, you are the only dude who likes Baroque. Like, that game is Baroque. Oh. <laughs> All right. But you know what? I just want to say this. The, yep. really, the really awesome thing about uh, Epic Yarn is that when you go into doors, and while you're in the level, when you're going into doors, you don't go into another zone you actually go behind the fabric. Yep. And, like you see you, a and then bump. You, you can't see yourself, but you see like the little bump. <laughs> so you just have to follow the little bump, you know, around inside the fabric. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah it sounds like it has the same personality that Yoshi's Island did. And mm-hmm. I really liked the Yoshi's Island games on the Super Nintendo back in the day. Yeah, that game you can is pull full back of personality. What system is Epic Yarn for, anyways? The Wii. It's on Wii. Oh, it's a Wii game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What else could achieve that level of graphical fidelity? <laughs> I'm just playing. I like the graphics. I know it's it's funny. It's like this game looks as good on here as it would on any other system because of the way that the graphic style they chose. That's... Yeah, I'm waiting for Resident Needle. I can't wait to that. Resident, Resident Needle. Needle. I thought that was so funny. Resident Needle. <laughs> All right. So um, I think Redfield. yes. I think I will go and say um, my picks this week. I've 
I've still been playing like Shining Force Neo. Talk about bad games. Um, <laughs> but uh, my pick would be uh, probably Guwange. G-U-W-A-N-G-E because it's a cave shooter. It just got released on Xbox Live Arcade. Go pick that up if you're in a cave in, into the shooters. Um, and that's all I've got for you. I don't Isn't have that, any good RPG Is it choices. pronounced Guwange or Gawang? I don't know, honestly. My brother had a speech impediment when we were kids, and that's what he used to call me because uh, he couldn't go. say Glenn. He used to call me Gwang. Let's go with Gawang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go get Gawang. You, you can call me Gwang anytime you want. I'll probably respond Gawang. to it. Hey, Gwang. <laughs> Wang. G to the Wang. All right. <laughs> That's all I've got for picks. Oh wait, I I what I'm I'm crazy. I finished I played, started and completed Costume Quest on Monday night. And that was a Say good game. What? Yeah, that was good stuff. Um it's uh it's hey, overpriced for how much you get out of it, but uh still fun game and go check that out. Chris, you're Quest. an only child, right? No. I had a sister. No. Okay. Yeah. Younger no. sister, right? Yeah, younger sister, three years younger. Okay. Hey, Chris. Yeah. What did you end up doing last night? Uh, I don't know. Why? It's a personal question. I was playing Shining Force Neo. Ah, okay. Why? You missed my awesome retort. What was your awesome retort? I'll copy and paste. Oh, wow. Not safe for podcast. All right. Of course, we've so had wait, Pauls, are you so bad at retorts that the once in a blue moon you get a good one, you need to copy and paste it days later <laughs> so everyone sees it? Apparently. No, this was... It, it he, was I know, I get you. It was actually a good one. That's why you need to copy and paste it the next no, day. No, 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 it wasn't good. It was just he never answered to it. And I was like, Grr! Oh, that Mark. one. Yeah, I got yes. it. I just didn't oh, okay. feel like acknowledging it. Yeah. Oh, fine. <laughs> It's just kind of a cheap blow on That's your part. That's a good retort. <laughs> I didn't realize it was to me. I thought she was talking like in WoW or some other game that I wasn't playing last night. No. No, sorry. Okay. I thought you got mad by me ignoring your retort, and that's why you never messaged me again the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, no, I thought you were mad because I said that to you. <laughs> Funny. All right. Uh well, we're going to go continue to be mad at each other while watching StarCraft 2. I think we've wrapped up this show for this week. I'm sorry we didn't have a lot of news for you, but I hope Glenn made a nice substitute giving you that lots of info should, about recent games. You should put and in go the get blurb. Kirby's, go get Kirby's Epic Yard. What should I put in the blurb? I'll add it right now. The Glenn came in one hour in, so people know to fast forward through that first part. <laughs> <laughs> and all this has been cut. You're done from the show. You're gone. <laughs> So Glenn came in one hour in. So make sure. You're actually writing word for word what I said. Most I had to edit it a little. Um, Also, Glenn came in one hour in. So make sure to fast forward to that part. All right, good. That'll be the end Mm -hmm. of the blurb. It'll be good. I like how I still say fast forward. Do you think there'll be like 10 years from now I'll say fast forward and kids will have no idea what I mean because VCRs don't exist anymore? Well, I mean, what are the other ter- correct oh, terms? Scrubbing? I mean, scrub well, to one hour? Is, every time I return a, a disc to Netflix, I have to rewind and it's really annoying. <laughs> Seriously? You have to rewind? It's a DVD. sitting in the break room at work and she was playing her Game Gear and we yeah. were talking about some of the Game Gear games and this girl sat down and she was like, is that a portable radio? Yeah. And we looked at her, and we realized that she's 16, and we said, no, this is a game system that lived and died before you were before born. Before you were born. Wow. <laughs> and then we felt depressed and old for a little while. <laughs> and then you had to change the batteries in the Game Gear, because 
<laughs> no, man, I got the massive, massive battery you get, pack. Oh, okay. You need okay. to get, like, the massive, oh, like, old school Game Boy. You have not seen this. You've got to get a picture of it. The battery pack is as big as the Game Gear. It has <laughs> handholds in it. Man, Anna, you got some really nerdy hipster friends, I swear. <laughs> She's in Vancouver. <laughs> Next, you're gonna be walking right. around with like one of those like suitcase cell phones, just cause she's she's in Vancouver, where all the guys are hot blondes and fishnets with exposed navels, with their game gears and their five pound. No, battery no, the packs. girls have the game gears. <laughs> Got to keep it straight. Maybe it was her boyfriend's game you gear. Now, Anna, what would have been great is if she had the TV tuner accessory for the game gear. <laughs> it wouldn't have picked up anything, but it would have been awesome. <laughs> and Glenn, she doesn't have a boyfriend because she doesn't swing that way. Oh, was she? Oh, was she was one of the lesbians on Joe Rogan's Fear Factor, the M-rated game. Yes. Apparently. And with that image, we're going to wrap up the show. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, feedback at podcast at rpgamer.com. Uh, voicemail 608-729-4098. Or um, send us a voicemail attachment to your email. MP3, keep it short. We like a minute or less for voicemails. And uh, le- give us some feedback. We'll feature you on the show next week. Until then, I don't know what sort of awesome games come out that we're going to talk about next week. Probably none because none of us play any new games, right? Kind of we'll play some games yeah. together. Yeah. Oh, well, hang on. Yeah, Golden Sun Dark Dawn is the next game that's coming out, and it's November 29th. So you got a ways. I'm we're sorry. pretty done for this year, we're, really. We're oh, well, we're mostly done. Yeah, World of Warcraft in December. Yeah, we're pretty much done. So, uh, in start planning out your Black Friday shopping experience to get all those games you missed. Until then, we'll catch you next week. Goodbye, oh, everybody. Follow oh, our Facebook oh, oh, page. Facebook.com slash RPGamer. Canadians, yes. Black Friday is that funny day after American Thanksgiving that everybody gets run over at the door in Walmart. That's right. And, and read all the Deus Ex stuff on the index. You didn't mention that, did you? There's like five Deus Ex Human Revolution updates. No, from I don't Becky. mention everything. Yes, I, d- I can't mention everything. All right, I'm so not dissing you. 25 I'm tossing day- it out there as something worth perusing for the listeners. If they Everybody, didn't please peruse the Deus Ex Human Revolution audio interview, preview, um, and everything else that's on index that Glenn just mentioned, and leave a comment in the in the message forums for it. And people feel nice about it. So do that. Twitter.com slash RPGamer. No, if you don't know what index is, it's RPGamer.com. all the beer at the Montreal studio. Oh, that's right. See their Coke fridge that has no Coke in it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Got lots of beer, though. Bye, everybody. See you next week. In Canada? Bye. Yeah. Hey, let's have a viewing party on Xbox 360. We can watch, like, old 90210 Hey, Chris. I oh, wait, the show should be you. done recording because they don't need to hear that part. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read what I said about brown people earlier now no. that we're not recording anymore? Goodbye. No. Stop no. button now. <laughs> <laughs>